everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Bearded Losers. I am Eric from Hey Internet Eric here. As always, I'm here with the man I am glad to have had as my co-host for two years, my buddy Frenzy. How you doing, friends? I'm hanging in there. Yep. Sad, um, but we're here, and we got to do it. That's right. Um, we're... <laughs> All right, we, everyone knows that it's our last episode. How did it take us, honestly, a little over two years to fucking be on time one <laughs> for these uploads? Oh, we've done it a few times. Yeah, but I think whenever we're on time, we always were uploading the wrong stream and some bullshit happened. Yeah, well, um, knock on wood, motherfucker. You never know what's going to happen now. I know. With that, first off, I'm going to say, I want to say thanks to everyone right now. Get out of the way, because we never have any fucking scripts when it comes to this show. And we got even less script tonight. Uh, so I'm saying thanks to every single person, at least I see in the chat, whether you're here or not. Jennifer Tochi, Strange Monkey, Producer Rachel, Dallas is here, Nightwatch, American Werewolf in New Jersey, Mike, everybody. Thank you for showing up for this, this last hurrah. Um, and you know what? We're going to start it by getting that big, fat, pink elephant that's in the room out of here. Floor is yours right now, friends. I'm the big fat pink elephant, obviously. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Floor is yours, my friend. And then, uh, then we're gonna have some fun. Well, I got double duty tonight. I'm playing. I'm actually playing both pink elephants. No. Um, I'm gonna say this. I didn't write anything. I already said in a. I did a little video that I thought was funny. Hopefully, someone thought it was funny because I say I'm not gonna be serious, and it's devastatingly serious. <laughs> Um, basically, when I, we'll get to this, the, the reasoning and stuff, but over the last couple of years, we've built up this facade of a podcast as an excuse just for friends to get together and talk and argue about movies. Mm -hmm. I'm just tired of it. I've been tired of it for a while. I tried to make it work. And with you... There's no way for me to have... I couldn't have broken this without... You know, after the fact, it's easy to say what you should have done, what you could have done. But it was going to be hard and bad timing no matter what. For everyone, especially you. So, when I knew I was 100%, it was 100% confirmed, I don't want this facade anymore. Um, I, I told myself I just got to do it and cut the cord. And I've been like, you know, 95% back to 70, up and down for a while. And then it just struck me. It was like, I don't want to talk about all these things we have scheduled. And I, I'm sick of this doing a podcast. And it's it's a shit ton of work that mm -hmm. I never, we never intended this to happen. Um, and it's not like I'm just lazy and complaining. But we we always said if this became a job, we'd stop doing it. And it, it became a job a long time ago, and I've just, like, been de in denial about that. So, not trying to hurt your feelings or anything like that. But the good news is, I have good news with all this, is that instead of pretending we have some podcasts, which we don't, we have a, a handful of great people in the chat, which I'm sorry I never paid attention to, because when I'm when we start recording, I'm in the zone, and, like, mm -hmm. trying to come up with shit to hit Eric with, or... Argue about Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street crap. 
but I do usually go back and look at the chat, and uh, I appreciate everyone that's always shown up and stuff. So to everyone that's shown up and listened and stuff, I appreciate all that, but we're not going anywhere, okay? And what the good news is, since we don't have this bullshit fake podcast thing, we can just do occasional hangouts on Eric's channel or eventually my channel and just be friends and not have this, all these strings attached with this fake podcast thing. And to a bigger point, this is directed at Eric, which I haven't told you yet. Oh, great. Need my truth serum. This is a good thing, though. Honestly. Okay. I, I said in my farewell video thing that was supposed to be funny that I'm this is my last episode of Two Bearded Losers. And that that was you know premeditated. There was a reason for that. In that I think you should carry it on. Find another loser, friend of yours that wants to have an official podcast, which I never really wanted. Not don't don't let this rain on your parade. Nope. And maybe no. maybe we're just chapter one of the Two Bearded Losers podcast. There's an absolutely no reason why I can't give you the URL and the YouTube channel. You can just have it and then continue this on with some other freak of nature. Okay, uh, that, that was why it says Frenzy's last episode. I wanted to leave it open so that, yeah, you could bring me back uh, in official capacity, like, eventually. Like, um, but what I want to do is I want out of this. And go back to just being a normal loser who shows up on your channel and and talks movies. Well, not, not, not some shit on your parade. Don't have a parade. Okay. Um, I'm skating on, I'm on rollerblades going backwards out of the park. Okay. Not to throw that stick in, you know, in front of your, your rollerblades. You know, I, I really appreciate that sentiment and that idea, but it it's either me and you or no one. Oh, no. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? Oh, you're, this was, no, 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 you're just being too this. nice. You're just being too loyal. No. There there are no. other l losers you know that are, that are oh, up to the, the task. No, here's the thing. I'm on so many other live streams with... Air quotes. I'm gonna in the, in this in this uh, frame of mind or sentence or whatever. Other losers. Oh Earth yeah. Monkey. Night watch. Uh huh. American Werewolf in New Jersey. Biggest loser in the bunch. Mike from the Graveyard Shift. We're all oh, yeah. friends. Like I've always said, this is a. I've always stated that anyone that's associated regularly with two bearded losers, this is the island of misfit boys, because we have brought so many outcasts. Air quotes into this little family of ours like Nightwatch when he retweeted this or you know the, this episode we have become kind of like a family and I'm already already hanging out with all the other freak as you call them yeah I don't need to keep this going without you and I wouldn't want to okay this is something we created like at first if you remember from this stupid shitty Google hangout Three hour, three and a half hour fucking video that we did on Child's Play, on the Child's Play remake, where we only talked about the remake for maybe 45 minutes out of three and a half hours. How long can you talk about that movie? I, I think know, 45 minutes is too long. But what I'm saying is, 
We never even planned for it to be a podcast to begin with. We no. thought it would be cool because just like every loser has a YouTube channel, yeah, every loser has a podcast. And you know, this was our this was our little half mongoloid baby that we created. We've dropped it on the ground a couple times, caught it on the first and second bounce. But this is something that we created. I've always called you my mad scientist because you put all the effort into the thumbnails for the beginning, all the descriptions, the links, the fucking editing that drove you insane. I'm just I'm just a dumbass that talks to my talks to my phone right now. I wouldn't feel right, you can call it loyalty, I don't care, of continuing a Two Beer Losers podcast. Well, I so, still think you should. Even with all that, I think you should. If you if you have someone else that wants to do it, you should do it because you're in all those other podcasts, but it's like, that's just your warming up sort of thing. You're not re- you're like sloppy seconds on a lot of that stuff, and, and, and like this is your baby from the beginning. The Two Beer Losers thing is your baby and you should carry it on and get another father or <laughs> wife figure or whatever you want to call it. Bring it in. Uh-huh. Let someone try to figure out the mystery. Cause the whole, the whole thing is you're, you were bored and want to do a podcast cause every other loser has one. And that wasn't my interest at all. I'm not bored and I don't want to do a podcast. My only oh, interest. My I don't remember. Oh yeah. Oh no, this is all your idea. But my, the only interest I had in this, other than just being uh-huh. friends, was trying to figure out what's wrong with you. Just with no, no offense. No, I know uh, the whole doctor. The doctor thing always trying to get to the bottom of this, and I never could, and I never did. I failed every. So everything that I tried to do, I failed at. And uh-huh. maybe you can get someone in here that could crack that nut. You know what I mean? Uh, the only one allowed to crack my nuts is you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I appreciate the offer, and it just. It wouldn't feel right do being two bearded losers. Well, without I, th- so. I I did have a backup idea. It's not a back, not really backup. It's just a secondary. If you said that that you didn't want to do two bearded losers, I I've been saying for months you should just call it the the fun zone or is it the fun zone? What did I say that you should rename this podcast? I think it's the fun zone. I don't remember. Yeah, it should just be called the fun zone. And that's uh, that, that's good too. Well, I don't know. It's like the Twilight a, Zone, but it's the fun zone. And, you know, you, you start the intro and explain why everyone else in the world hates hates what we're about to talk about. But you're not in the normal world anymore. You're in the in the Eric's fun zone. And this is why, like... I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. As of right now, I don't see it happening without you. <sighs> but, as you said... It's not like we're not going to be doing things together again. Just podcast-wise, we're done. And it just, it wouldn't feel right. I mean, I, 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 I still do stuff now on my channel. I do. I'm getting stuff ready for October. Rachel helps me out with it on occasion, so I won't be doing stuff alone concerning my YouTube internet persona, I guess you would say. Oh, shut up, Rachel. You're fine. But um, I honestly right now wouldn't feel right continuing on without you. And like we've said with our little email tags we've been doing concerning this situation, you know what? It just, it just wouldn't be right. And oh, well, not going to happen for right now. Yeah. Just... But 
Just I, keep it and I, keep an open mind about it because it things change, you know. A few weeks from now, you might be sitting around remembering stupid shit I said that you never got to call me out on or something like fuck oh, him. I could, still, I, could, I could still call you out. I'll just do it by myself on my own channel, not this. Well, just keep an open mind about it because and it may be yep. you have a lot of you have a lot more friends in this circle of misfit toy island misfit toys than even i think you even know about like that are you acknowledged so you got a you got a big base of hard nerd losers here and <laughs> trust me i am not anything special so well i've said some stuff in the email that obviously you don't you either forgot already or you don't believe now yeah, you are and no no i didn't forget i'm just not gay okay. i told you i'm not gay and i'm not interested in that sort of thing i don't know rachel was busy on google one day and she found some pictures that looked someone like you so not anymore no no not anymore five years ago you might have had a chance but that's right. that's old frenzy i gave that up <laughs> i went an upward right yeah. Well, yeah, producer Rachel, she says now kiss. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Dallas, hi. I'm reading the chat now. It says that yeah. my brother says pick two beverages, Alex. You've got way too many. I only have three. And one's water. Does that count? I got coffee, okay. beer, and water. And that's like the that's the main component of both those drinks. Give me a break. Uh, and you always, you always like to use the term white trash. I'm already almost done with my first tall boy and it's uh pbr all night tonight so we're celebrating i'm i'm cracking out the good stuff right right me too i don't ever i don't usually drink no um well now that we've got that out of the way i just figured like i said like i told people we don't know how long tonight's gonna be um it's not going to be thank god i mean i i really was looking forward to return of the living dead I'm glad we're not doing it because I have tried three or four times to watch The Resurrected and I stopped each time 15 minutes in because it was fucking lame. I hated it. Oh my God, I loved it. I was hoping you want to touch on them. We should. You know, let's, throw, let's, let's throw that out there. Let's give a few, we few should, thoughts. We should touch on them a little because everyone already knows. If you want to, like, I, you don't understand this, but if you hadn't shown up tonight, because people uh -huh. listening and watching this, I threw a, a lifeline out to Eric saying, please come to this last episode so we can go out on a high note. But I had a backup plan. If you didn't show up, what I was going yeah. to do was run your review of Return of the Living Dead in the, on the left side of the screen so it looks like we're live. <laughs> and just have, I'm just going to pause you whenever you came to a natural break and then talk over you. And that was going to be the whole thing. So, uh... I'm kind of sad, oh. and on just one percent of me wanted that to happen so I could do that because I've never done that before. That would have been, you know, yeah. interesting. I'll tell you what, because you're still, I don't know what, what you, I know you still have plans to, like you said, for historical purposes, upload past episode stuff that we've done already. If you ever get that little itching to do that, go right ahead. What do, What do you mean? No, if you ever get the itching to actually do that. Oh, like a fake return. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, I'm like, I'm listening to you reading the chat and all this stuff at the same time. Yeah. Um. 
you know, if you want to hear your full breakdown of Return of the Living Dead, people out there, just go watch Eric's review on his channel. If you want my full breakdown, it's, I don't, like, we're, since we're not going to do an episode about it, it's literally probably, you know, it's my brother's favorite movie of all time, favorite horror movie. I think it probably is mine too, honestly. I think it's the greatest horror movie ever made. Like, it's probably the best zombie movie. I go back and forth between Return of the Living Dead and Day of the Dead, you know? So, mm-hmm. I understand um, the one thing I was going to bring up that's interesting before we get to Resurrection for a second was, I want to know why it took you so long to see Return of the Living Dead. That's a Dr. Frenzy thing, because that doesn't make any sense to me. There really is no... Um, Patrick just showed up. Uh, welcome, Patrick. Um, there really is no reason why it just took me so long. The first time I saw it was maybe within the last three, four years. Like, I did my review, like, the week of watching it for the first time. Yeah. I just never got around to it. That's yeah, so but it's one of those, it, I don't. But it's one of those uh, those um posters that always stuck with me. Mm, yeah. Uh, the zombies with the spray paint looking like punkers and stuff like that. Um, But I just... Now, I've seen Return of the Living Dead, too. Of course Numerous. you have. You've seen... Numerous you've times. seen all... That's your thing. For For any movie... That has a cult following. You've you've usually seen the sequel, mm-hmm. which is insanity. But you and but the the even stranger part is, you also don't usually have an interest in seeing the original. Mm-hmm. The few times this has happened, because I all I'm bringing up movies constantly over the last two years. You've seen the sequel, like Mannequin Two. Don't have any interest in seeing the first one, which still have it. Love have it. love Mannequin Two, but the first one blows it out the water. I don't understand. Return of the Living Dead 2. I like it. It was funny yeah. when I was a kid. But the it's first one... Not compared to the first one. Oh, God, no. No, my, my, my quick short review is it's fucking awesome. It's, it's, it's smart. It's, it's like how I said Jason Lives is like an MTV Jason movie. This is for the MTV generation. It's smart because everything... There's so much detail into everything. I didn't notice until like I watched it when... for you know, supposedly tonight's episode, that was like the third time I had watched it. This was the first time I just noticed there was fucking characters, Bert and Ernie in there. Yeah. And Tom and Jerry. They, and the first character they kill is yellow, like Bert. Mm-hmm. That shit is so amazing. I never noticed the butterflies once the, once the smoke, you know, affects everything. The butterflies on the walls are like flapping their wings. Yeah. That's well, just that they turned a fan on. That's it. That's but, just but a desk man. The, the ambulance driver's names are Tom and Jerry. I See, I didn't notice that. I'll have to watch it again. And that's the thing is, once I find out this stuff, this is one of those movies that is so rewatchable. Yeah. You can still enjoy it. Clue Gulliger, I fucking love him. Even even as the grumpy dad in Nightmare on Elm Street 2, I fucking love him in the Feast movies as the grumpy bartender. Hmm. And, you know, we shit on Tom Matthews and Jason Lives. He's He's a hell of a lot better playing like a, a, a prying little shithead in this than he is as Tom Jarvis. Oh yeah, and it but, and the same it has a lot to do with the movie too. He's in like Jason lives. I know everyone loves it, and this is not just me trying to be the typical contrarian. Uh, I'm I'm glad you like Jason lives. I've grown to not like it over time, but no one will ever accuse that movie of being like an ensemble or having a great cast of characters. 
it's ridiculous. Return of the Living Dead yeah. might be one of the best of all time. As far as low rent uh, B horror movies is concerned, we're not talking. This isn't some Hollywood bullshit that they had fifty million dollars to make. This right. is like punk rock. The director is probably some kind of weirdo Nazi racist. <laughs> like he's well, he, the character, he, like the character. Of, I think I don't know Bert or Ernie. One of the two was uh, definitely a Nazi. Yeah, it's it's the guy working at the crematorium. Yeah, so it's so hardcore. I love it so much. It, 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 it's not fun. You got all the punk. You got the group of punkers, but then you got the two punkers that aren't dressed as punkers. You got them like you know with ties and cute dresses and stuff. It's a hell of a lot of fun. So there you go. There's our thoughts on Return of the Living Dead. Now the Resurrected, you picked just because our connection was Dan O'Bannon. Yeah. I had to find this one of the few movies like I couldn't find Stone Cold on my buddy's Voodoo, and that was fucking awesome. Like if we didn't do tonight. And you wanted to go out on a high note. Our discussion on both Alien Three, but especially Stone Cold, was one of the most fun discussions I've had in a long fucking time on this show. So I would have been okay, but I had to search for the Resurrect. I had to go on like Daily Motion, and uh, which oh like, no, why didn't you ask me? Yeah, because I didn't want to deal with downloading stuff on my phone. Oh okay. I went to Daily Motion, and it was like uploaded in two parts. And I watched it, and it was so goddamn boring. I turned it off within 15 minutes each time. I knew I wasn't going to be able to sit through this. And when you... How bad is the copy? It's good. It's a decent copy. Uh, I'm okay. just talking about just I knew what I was getting into. Yeah. I'm like, this is one dark night all fucking over again. Oh, no. It, well, man, I'm, no, no. Because <laughs> you're going to have to give a review because I haven't seen the movie. Oh, okay. But, um, I was kind of glad you called in sick last week. I'm like, good, because I didn't watch the fucking movie. I would have just, I would have thrown that at you. I would have been like, I didn't watch it. I couldn't. But uh, I got to the part where they're in the insane asylum. And they look out the window, and the guy just jumped out the window, I think. Uh, well, there's a twist at the end. That's all set up. That's fine. And then I got to the part where the hot chick is talking to, I think it's a lawyer. And he had that awkward conversation where he... His, his secretary is asking, do you want coffee? No. Do you want tea? No, I don't want tea. Then he walks away and he comes back, oh, I would like a tea. So I'm like, okay, I don't I don't think I'm going to like this. And then we cut to Chris Sarandon leaving a party. I'm like, I'm done. So that's as far as I got. Yeah. I'm looking this up, though. I need to know this guy's name. Let's see. So, well, it's his only other movie, um, Dan O'Bannon's. That's what interested me. I was like, he... And then, it's, of course, uh, before I even watched it, I read about it. It was like it's they. It was supposed to be a theatrical film, and the studio took it away from them and recut it and did all these things, and it played for like one day and then went straight to video. And that's right. very obvious and apparent in the film. But mm-hmm. I kind of at the beginning it was reminding me of um, *Malignant*. That that it's really like the opening of this was similar to *Malignant*, and I was like, oh, come on. And after I, I just let it like the movie kind of soak, I soaked into it for like 10 or 15 mm-hmm. minutes and gave it a, a chance. It really grew on me. I actually really loved it because it's got some incredible set pieces. You have to watch the whole movie though. And yeah. the, the star of it, I thought was Chris Sarandon. It's not, it's one of these one eighties. He's the bad guy. Technically he's okay. like this mad scientist who, absorbs this 
I, I don't know how to explain this movie. It's supposed to be based on a H.P. Lovecraft story, right? Right. It's like he kills this, um, you know, like, uh, what are they called? The Highlanders. They live forever unless you cut their head off. Okay. It, it's like this other, his ancestor figured out how to cheat death, but he kills him and takes and, and uh, absorbs him into his body and becomes him or something. None of that matters because with a regular Lovecraftian story, um, it's just this kind of low rent, um, full moon production type movie. It even has uh, Charles Band's brother. What's his name? It did the music. Do you know what I'm talking about? Charles Band's brother did all the music for the full moon movies. Dallas knows. No. Doesn't matter. Um, if you, it's like hard to talk about this because we're supposed to play off each other and you didn't watch it. Uh, yeah. Well, you can play off that. I, I hated it and quit it. Turn it off within 20 minutes. So. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Uh, if you can't, if you can't talk about it, that's fine. No, I can. I just, uh, you should really just give it a chance, just for uh, Dan O'Bannon's sake. That it builds to some awesome stuff. But I, my bigger point was, I think this is one of those movies that desperately needs a remake. And since the source material is all public domain anyway, they should someone should seriously jump on this because all the bones are there to make an awesome movie. Um, mm -hmm really awesome horror movie the second half is absolutely nuts so if you're a friend if you're if you're a fan whatsoever of those types of like uh reanimator beyond all that sort of sort of movies do you like those the beyond i've seen it once like 20 years ago and i remember i only remember the spider scene yeah i remember there's a blind chick and i think they end up in hell at the end that's it and that's the only Fulci movie I've ever seen. I've never seen Zombie or anything else by him. Well, that's okay. If this is boring me. Go back to go <laughs> well, back. So did the movie. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> this is this is the the train wreck of a. Hey, uh... It is what it is. Taylor just showed up. I'm glad Taylor showed up because one thing we're going to talk about tonight is we're going to actually give thanks to. A lot of the people that have supported us. And I also wanted to throw out, if you can remember it in your, your little brain, uh, if you have any favorite episodes, any favorite moments, conversations. And uh, Taylor's showing up. She requested one of my favorite discussions that we've ever had was on Roadhouse. Because that, I forgot how much I fucking loved that movie until I rewatched it for her request to do it on this show. And that was one of the most fun conversations I've ever had with you because of how much we were in love with that movie, the over-the-topness of that movie. Um, I, you know, basically how <laughs> you have the one guy who, who he got his throat ripped out, you know, the one, the, the guy with the, the jean vest or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I attributed him to like a mini boss in a video game. And he really was. And, you know, that movie is so fucking good, not just because, you know, Sam Elliott's the coolest man in, in the world living, to get, living today, but it's just so much over-the-top stupid fun. You know, Polar Bear fell on me. All, that whole fucking ending sequence where they get away scot-free, you know, it, it, that was one of my favorite episodes I've done. I mean, I know you, you had me tell, send you my favorite episodes of all time, like my top three. That was pushing it. It almost made it in there, but uh, yeah. I'm glad Roadhouse was, was picked. 
and as she's here, we have to give thanks for thanks to Taylor because she is one of our biggest supporters and always has been basically from the beginning. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. And the, yeah, the Roadhouse, it's just amazing. I mean, that's Roadhouse is one of those movies that just lives right here in my soul. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm so fascinated with like stupid people's reaction to it. Like it, mm-hmm. uh, it's either you're a fan and it gets brought up in casual conversation or you're not. And those are those to me, it's like a, it's a litmus test. If you're talking shit about Roadhouse, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Like, you know what I mean? Right. And it happens a lot because really stupid people are obsessed with plots. And if it if the plot isn't 100% realistic and plausible and to up to their, you know, pedigree, then it, they're usually yeah. dismissive. And the plot's ridiculous. Yeah. Because some of the best some of my favorite movies, the plot is doesn't matter. And it, and it transcends that line between pure schlock and right. actually being closer to a good film. It rides that line perfectly. Yep. And uh, this has happened a lot. People, um, movies like Roadhouse, someone will bring up the plot, and then I'll tell them, like, well, do you know what the plot to Muppets Take Manhattan is? Okay? This is, like, <laughs> literally one of my favorite movies ever made. Okay? Uh, the plot yeah. is a puppet frog not a real frog. A puppet frog graduates from college and moves to New York City to start a musical on Broadway. Gets hit by a taxi, gets amnesia, and ends up working for a advertising company. That's the plot. <laughs> I, know, I know you're loving See what I mean? I'm glad you brought that up because that's another one of my favorite moments from this show. And... <laughs> We all know we're both big Jim Henson fans, and this is just me pulling shit out of my ass like I normally do for this show. Is one of another one of my favorite moments was uh, our Friday the Thirteenth series review, I guess you would say, compilation where we went from Friday the Thirteenth one all the way to the remake. We basically spent half the episode; it was like two hours long, just talking about how much I hated Halloween 2018, and you didn't understand it. But there were so many good things in that episode that I still remember. I remember we were having connection problems because there was a thunderstorm here on my end. My daughter was screaming because of the thunderstorm. Yeah. I remember um, uh, that was back at the time when uh, our early episodes, you would you would edit clips from the movies in the very beginning of the episode. And then, and I said, the less context, the better. Like yeah. fucking hamburger, the motion picture, no one knows, especially if they're listening. But we were thinking, what, what, what should we uh, what should we upload in the beginning? Because you don't want to do we're doing a whole fucking franchise. Which film do we pick? <laughs> I remember during that episode, I'm sitting here in the in the kitchen, and uh, I don't like I said before, I'm the guy who talks through his phone, and uh, for some reason I didn't have it redneck prop properly. Like right now, I have it. I have my phone like this. I have it on top of a, co- a hardcover copy of It, and then three DVDs, and then behind that, to keep it stationary, <laughs> is uh, the collection of the Indiana Jones movie. So professional. Well, before that, I was less professional. I don't know how I had it rigged. And in the middle of talking, my phone fell off, landed in my lap, and fell on the floor. <laughs> and... It's funny because you get to see full crops and everything. I'm wearing shorts, but it's like up close. Oh, that's this. That's what you're building to. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, it was great because I said, well, why don't you just upload that? And I'm like, if it came out good, sure, why not? Who cares? And it was great because it happens, you know, it's even better context-wise. Audio, you don't know what's going on until you hear like halfway through the episode. And it's just funny because, you know, I'm saying, whoops, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And you're just like, thank God one of us is wearing pants. <laughs> you know? But it's true. And it's just one of those little moments. And to get to the, the Muppets, the reason why I, I even brought up that episode was when we got to Jason Takes Manhattan, you, at least at this time, I know we were planning on maybe talking Jason, Man, Jason Takes Manhattan next Friday the 13th, but uh, I do remember at that time you were not a fan. Or at least you wouldn't talk highly of Jason Takes Manhattan. And I remember you saying, Jason didn't take Manhattan. Fuck that. The Muppets took Manhattan. You know? Yeah. And it's just one of these things that just, you know, like I said, there's no, never been a script for this show. And that's what I've always enjoyed. And just those little frenzy moments are, I thought, what made it fun. No, it's true. I, you know, when we're, t- we're having our conversations, especially about personal things, because we're, we're never going to talk about, like, good movies that are personal to me we're only going to talk about shit from my childhood that's personal to me so like Friday yeah, the th- you, did, you always you always pointed out that we're always talking about kids films. kids films including friday the 13th which is for children okay believe it or not these aren't made for you know grown-ass adults uh you know we're splitting hairs if you want to what's the difference between a child and a teenager but with friday the 13th you know this is a hardcore franchise for me and everyone else listening and I'm allowed to say, talk shit about, you know, Jason Takes Manhattan. Of course. Especially in the heat of the moment. I go back and forth. Sometimes I really hate it. Sometimes I don't hate it as much. I, I mean, I do hate it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's still part of the, you know, first nine, which is like, to me, you can do no wrong. At the end of the day, it's still in that 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 first tier group for me. And that, that's all that matters. But um, Right. Let's just be honest. Like, he didn't do shit in Manhattan. What a fucking waste. <laughs> That's true. All he did was he kicked a boombox, he threw a chef into a mirror, and he fell on, on the subway rails. That's about it's it. It's so... There's, I mean, and all these horror nerds trying to defend things and, you know, looking I at... I know, but, like, dedicating their lives to it. It's just a horrible movie when... I think anyone writing that or making they had they had a big enough budget, right? Right. These people that watch these movies don't care about your setup and characters and things like that. If they had balls when they made that movie, it should have just opened in Manhattan. We don't need mm-hmm. to see them on a boat. We don't need to see all that setup to, to the building to the last 10 minutes. It should have just been Camp Crystal Lake High School is on their senior trip in New York City. Jason shows up and just fucking kills everyone and go to all the iconic places. I want Jason to show up like Bane in the fucking Batman movie at Wall Street, just killing people. You know what I mean? Everything. Yeah. Um, and we did. We got a little taste of that, but uh, don't worry. You know, if anyone's still here or listening and stuff, um, because the people yeah, some were worried <laughs> if that if that's even the right word for they didn't know what's going on, and some were one guy was upset in the. The video saying that I I pulled this out of nowhere that we put all this effort into the show and now I'm taking it down. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm uploading. We got like a hundred hours worth of content. And all this stuff we're talking about, it's all gonna go up on here eventually. Little right. little bit at a time. I just have to take out some of the music that's copyrighted. 
And mm-hmm. that's basically it. Just chop off the copyrighted music and re-upload it. So uh, the Jason one, what's your other favorites? Roadhouse. All that stuff's going um, up soon. Yeah. Because I've, I've sent you my top three were, and it was but just based on conversation. I still think we had, ta- we had two really actual great conversations. And those moves, those, my top two episodes, and they can go back and forth, but as of right now, was when we discussed masks. That was a fantastic discussion we had. The, the share Eric Stoltz movie. And then I think one of our best conversations was on The Exorcist. And how much, even though you were so fucking tired of talking about The Exorcist, I think that was one of our best episodes ever. Yeah. And then, even though I didn't want to throw out Stone Cold, because even though it was just me, you know, gushing over it, I had so much fun fucking talking about a stupid fucking movie, Hamburger the Motion Picture with you. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. That was that, because I knew you loved that movie so much. Well, I've seen it twice. Remember, it was, remember, the first time I watched it, it was one, it was the movie that made Rachel leave the room because she didn't want to fucking watch it. And, uh, it was just a fun conversation with you just talking about that stupid fucking movie. Yeah, it it makes, I don't know, maybe like, you know, with you, I'm always getting at that you like things more because everyone hates them. To a certain degree, I think I occasionally have that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Especially with stuff from my childhood like um, Hamburger the Motion Picture. It kind of does give me a little bit of glee. That how offend how offended people are by that movie, and I'm yeah. not I'm not even that type of person. Like, fuck yeah. you, social justice warriors, you know all that sort of thing. I'm not that Fox News type of snowflake douchebag. To me, honestly, in life and in anywhere else, in your little fake horror communities or your fake conservative uh, news channels or your your message boards, like the biggest conformists, anti conformists are like the biggest conformists to me. I just think it's ironic, and especially with um. In, in this case, right, like, mm. the people that usually complain about, everything's getting canceled, like, there's nowhere, there's nowhere to run, they're coming for all of us, they're the biggest fucking pussy snowflakes I've ever seen in my life, and they, like, and you're just hypocrites, shut the fuck up, you don't know what you're talking mm. about, just stick to fucking Friday the 13th movies and jerking off your dog or whatever you do for fun. <laughs> and with, uh, wait, what movie were we talking about? Oh, Hamburger. With that one, it, it's just so funny to me that people just can't get, get get a sense of humor. You know what I mean? Like, just relax. It's a fucking... The movie's about people going to a hamburger... I want to, I want to say this. Um, because you haven't re-uploaded the, the, uh, the video yet. Well, let's do a 30-second, if you can do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal this. I've been, I've been binge listening to uh, the Horrible Movie Podcast lately. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to steal this. They have something called 30 second hypnosis, hypnosis, however you pronounce it. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to explain what happens in Hamburger the movie or the motion picture. And now, for anyone in the chat or listening, it is free on YouTube. I highly suggest if you like this show, because you like us two idiots talking about stupid shit, you should like or at least appreciate Hamburger the motion picture. So I'm going to, right there, Dallas, put those cookies back, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to give you, give or take, 30 seconds. Try to explain what happens in Hamburger, the motion picture, and try to sell it. 
to the people in in the chat. Oh, I think it's pretty simple. 30 seconds? Sure. There's a super handsome, uh, just graduated from high school student named Russell Procope. That is super handsome. He's a lady. He he's a ladies' man, but he doesn't want to be. He just can't go anywhere without women literally throwing themselves at him. And the whole movie is a way of subverting '80s teenage sex comedies. So th the way they do that is this character is actually a decent human being. He's not just some scumbag that's trying to fuck everything that moves. And he wants to clean up his act and go to college and make his parents proud. So he picks the most ridiculous college possible that he thinks there's no chance of getting laid at. Because college, you associate college with getting laid. That's what normal people do. So he finds out there's a hamburger university. And that's the one he chooses because he doesn't want to get laid. He wants to get a serious degree and start to you know, make his parents proud. And when he gets there... It, it's it's just it's 10 times worse than a normal college I know. it's just women throwing themselves at him and there's nothing he can do in the whole movie he's he's a decent person trying not to fuck all of these whores and fuck his life up and it, it's just it's it's a 180 on your standard 80s sex comedy and uh -huh. it's absolutely brilliant there is some incredible world building stuff you really think that you're at a hamburger university yep. and it's non-stop fun That'll that's work. that's what I would say. Yeah, there's then I'll I'll reiterate there, there there's so many great characters. Uh, Dallas just talked about how Dick Buckus is the grill master. Grill. In this. He's the one. He's the grill he's sergeant, the grill, not the, the drill, drill sergeant. He's the grill sergeant, Drew. It's it's Dick fucking Buckus, and he's just the grumpiest. <laughs> he's the grumpiest fucker in the world because he's the grill sergeant at Hamburger University. You have the fat guy who doesn't want to eat all the products, so he's hooked up this electric shock type of therapy so whenever he gets hungry I fat think he does a... fat boy pocket shocker <laughs> so whenever he gets hungry he does you know he gets electrocuted and he's doing like early chris farley you know convulsions mm -hmm. and speaking of dick buckets i like when um i think what was do you remember the fat guy's name because i know it was something stupid press the poop nick <laughs> See, how can you take this something serious and he's like praising either the college or 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 uh, Buckus or something like that. And Buckus just looks at him like you big fat piece of crap or something. Like <laughs> yeah, that. I think he says tub of shit or yeah, tub of crap. crap. It's tub of crap. Yeah. Well, look, look. Give me, let me get, give me, give me ten seconds here. All that bullshit aside, here I, I think I can sell it just with the opening. Just don't, mm -hmm. don't worry about anything I said. The opening sequence is a montage. It's a montage of of restaurants, real restaurants, flipping hamburgers in California. And the song, the theme song to the movie, Hamburger, Born America, For America, is sung by the guy who sang the 1980s um, America's Funniest Home Videos theme song. It's I the know. same guy, the Bob Saget show. You know, he's singing the theme song to this movie, and it's worth it just for that. The, Fantastic. Like, if, you, opening if you're an if 80s kids... If you're an 80s kid and you grew up going to burger joints and greasy spoons and diners and that sort of thing like we did when we were kids, Master Grill and all these places we used to go to, they have an incredible amount of bee footage that they just illegally, I guess they just asked if, hey, can we shoot footage of you you know, cooking hamburgers in your restaurant? And there's literally dozens of them. And yeah. it, it makes me so happy. With that music play... It's one of those songs, though. You just go to that song. You'll sing the at least the chorus. 
for at least the rest of your day. Yeah. There, there's no way to avoid it. And um, one last thing I want to say about Hamburger is just, you know, the, the, just a different cast of characters in this. Like, you got good college boy. You got grill sergeant. You got the, uh, the fat guy. You got a nun who thought she was hearing God speak to her. Yeah. To go to Burger, the Burger University. I don't remember what was the voice that she was actually hearing. She was hearing the commercial jingle. She was, she was hearing the because they take that song at the beginning and it's also in different versions throughout the film. Yeah. They have the the one that they sing in church, which is America, you're getting burger hungry, <laughs> hungry for a burger that makes you full. She heard the church version in her head, like the angels singing uh-huh. it. Totally retarded. Yeah. So what? So it's a guy dressed as a spider swinging around fucking New York City. That's fucking stupid too. Get over, <laughs> get over yourselves, people. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, you know, I like titties and comedies and fun. Yep. Oh, you know, well, I'm the I'm the bigger loser. And then the last character we have to bring up is, uh, is the black guy. What was his name? Something Jones. Jones. Yeah. Jones. Yeah. And uh, he's got he's got the Jerry curl and everything. He's he was arrested and dropped off at the college, I think. And that's his. Is that like his community service or something? Like yeah, that? it's part of his probation. He's in handcuffs the whole time, and this actor he knows what he's in, and he sells that role like a motherfucker. And it's just so much fun when he when he's doing either the the Stevie Wonder impression when they're wearing the shades and you see him. He knows what he's in, or when he's going off on all the fat people that showed up, and they're like, "Who ordered fifty two Buster Burgers or whatever?" He's like, "That fat motherfucker over there, that fat <laughs> motherfucker over there, those two giggling motherfuckers ate twenty two, and that yes. skinny motherfucker ate like thirty five or whatever the quote is." Yeah, those those twin giggling motherfuckers ate ate thirty eight or whatever, because they also the the fat the eating club, okay, yeah, it's one of my favorite things ever in movie history, and they have it's called mm-hmm. the uh. What's it called? The, it's the like eating across America or something like. They're that. called like I think they're called the fabulous. Fabulous four hundred. Four hundred because that's their average weight, yeah. or, or you have to <laughs> something like that. That's their average weight. They're just an eating club, but they have all these really fat people except for a couple of them. Or no, it's just one guy. There's one super guy walnut. who's super skinny. Yeah, because he's the, he. Uh, Jones calls him the skinny walnut head. Right. Walnut. Right. I just love the little attention to detail. You know, we don't have to go over it. You can watch our episode, but deep and mean, all of these great jokes. Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because it was a fun, uh, a fun time on this show. Um, I'm gonna scroll scroll back to the chat. Uh, Superfan Mel just showed up. Great to have you. Um, we'll, you know what? Like I said, we we were, we were we were talking about Taylor. Mel is basically her Siamese twin. They're like attached at the hip. You know, best friends. Oh, okay. And. Mel has been on our show twice, and it's been a blast both times she's been here. At first, she was just giving us a request. I, the first one off the top of my head, I remember, was Return to Oz. That was a lot of fun. But she's been on our, our show twice, always promoting it. Um, the second time, we'll talk about the second time she was on it real quick, because that was for Pet Cemetery. You know, me, her... We were huge Stephen King nuts, as you are, Frenzy. And that was literally just us all shooting the shit, talking about Pet Cemetery like we always do. Right. But the, 
the first time Mel was on our show was such a fucking clusterfuck for so many different reasons. And uh, I don't remember. You said it right there in the chat. One time was more successful than the other. It was literally just called Stephen King movie. Remember? And uh, it was probably, it was the day before Easter because I remember you threw in that little Easter Easter egg at the end after the credits and it's just me saying, oh great. And Mel's just like, because she's, she's as drunk as me, if not more. And she says, oh shit, I gotta make Easter baskets afterwards. <laughs> oh, is that in there? Yeah, it was at the very end. Okay. But the night started off great. And I, 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 I mean this with pure love when we say this, Mel. She'll admit to it. The more, the longer we talked, the more I drank, the more she drank wine. You didn't get your Saturday nap in. So me and her are drunk. I, was, I, I wasn't drunk, but I had drank too much, too. Because yeah. the la- now I know what you're talking about. The last yeah. hour or 30 minutes or whatever was fucked. Yeah. I, I couldn't even – there was not, I couldn't even save it in the edit. It. it was just yeah. – her. You know, just like grunting and Jason goes to hell argument or something. Yeah, it was nonsense. Right, yeah, but that, that's something I'll never forget because we were there for the recording. It was before we did any live stream. So I, we were all there for the chaos because, and it was great. Like we were fucking, you were tired already. She was drunk. I was drunk. We're all losing our shit in one way or another there you could tell there was someone in on mel's side like doing the dishes and we didn't care like she would give like looks to them and like kind of like type of thing that kept happening i just told her who fucking cares um you know at this point it doesn't matter and it was just a lot of fun in that chaos we actually got rachel on screen for the first time and it's great because the way you edited out that last half hour but you threw in us, like, doing our sign-off. Rachel's just sitting in a chair on screen, not saying anything. And there's no context. Um, yeah, you'll have to come over here if you, if you can hear what you're saying. Oh, okay. She's doing producer work. She's playing Roblox. But um, Mel... A lot of paperwork. Yeah, Mel was yelling at Rachel. Not nicely. Like, nicely, but saying, get on, you know, sit down. Let's get you on screen. And Rachel was like, okay, I got to shut this drunk bitch up. So... <laughs> So we 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 try, well you didn't say that I'm saying that like I said I mean it with love so we tried just Rachel was on screen talking we tried to do the Stephen King game which fucking bombed so you cut that out and then at the end it's just a cut from the three of us and then we're doing our sign off and Rachel's just sitting there in the chair next to me on her phone no explanation and it was great <laughs> no I I I do I wish we could have fixed it the Stephen King game. I still want to play it, and I liked it. It's just that we didn't... We had all these rules, and I spent all this time trying to make it strict, like a parameters, like a real game. But then every... It kept happening. I would be editing it, and I'd think about what we're talking about. I'm like, wait a minute. there's That's not right, or this is wrong. And then I just couldn't let it go. So we have to... If we ever do it again, or just in general, if we agree on something in the moment... Then there's no going back because that fucked everything up. Yeah, you know it was all downhill. But that that's another moment, and that's that's you know what that's one thing that I that we just have. You know what I mean? Like no one will ever see it because you cut it; it's gone. No, I ha- I have it though. You got the raw you got the raw footage. No, I still have the I still have the videos 
had the Stephen King didn't. No, you literally cut out there like because we couldn't. Oh figure out no, but there was a couple episodes that's still in when it worked yeah, out. Right. Yeah, the ones that didn't work out. No. With the one with Mel, but uh, I'm kind of, like I said, I'm glad that we actually have some moments that were just for us. You know what I mean? And I just like I said, we're just shooting the shit. Um, we might who knows how long we'll go, but did you ever save anything? Back. I've been meaning to ask you. Did you ever save anything? No, because you were the one who recorded everything. No, me. when I used to send it to you to upload to your channel. In, in case people are like, no one knows how any of this stuff works. But back in the day, I was actually having to wait to download the episode to then privatize it so that I could edit it and then send it to you through Mediafire to re-upload to your channel. You remember that? This is before I got, I just said, fuck it, give me your, I said, like, give me your password to your channel. Yep. And I, I, you don't have any of that stuff, do you? No, no. You, everything that everything that you have is is all that there is. So you die tomorrow, it's all gone. So just keep that in mind. Take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> or at least upload it all tonight. Um, I'll get to more of what I was going uh, in a second. Uh, just want to say, horror gamer showed up. A fan of the show, Christopher Gupton. You know, one of our newer fans who hasn't been around because he's been working late. Uh, the winner of our Zaps contest. Chris All right. In the chat. Um, I'm glad he was able to have a night off of work. Kingy Gore, one of the. If it was, if it's not Nightwatch, Kingy Gore is like one of the best. Oh, you hearing him open his chip? That's just, that's that's pure great podcast material. Especially for the audio. But um I sent you what he did on Instagram. King Need Gore, Corey. If it's not Nightwatch, he's one of the biggest and best supporters of this podcast. Yes. And um King like I said, we're slowly giving thanks to people and he just popped in. Well I'm he looking at he said this is the best podcast uh Rogan can't compare to us. But Oh my God! Give me two, give me two hundred million dollars, whatever that fucking bald loser got. We'll have a way better podcast than him. It's not even fair, right? Well, hundred million dollars—that's the best you can do. do. Have you, have you seen his set before? Yeah, our our set's better than that. Mm-hmm. And you use a fucking green screen. Pathetic. But, um, Pathetic. Like I said, we're we're gonna slowly give thanks to people, but Corey just showed up, and I I had to say. Because I sent you what he sent on Instagram. Wait, wait, who's Corey? Uh, King Needgore. Oh, that's oh, that's his name. Okay, I don't, I didn't know his real name. Uh, Needgore. I'm looking at the chat now. I don't know if Christopher Gupton has a channel, but Needgore. That's one of my new favorite YouTube channels, honestly, because he's been watching our stuff for a long time. But um, I've been so bogged down. And I have, mm-hmm. like, just for instance, like, I have one podcast that I've been listening to for the last 15 years. I've never made room for other podcasts, so I really want to get to eventually putting mics on there. Because mm-hmm. I've only listened to the ones you were on. And I like his show, too. Nigor, him, and the Night Watch. Yeah. Honestly, this is, this is not me just, uh you know, blowing smoke up your ass because you guys watch our stuff. I don't do that. Right. I'm not returning the favor if I don't like you. 
Like, there's a lot of people there's uh, that I hate in our circle of friends, too. But, sorry, that's the alcohol. What I was trying to say was, Nightwatch, Nigor, these are the two that should be, like, famous. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean their channels should be way bigger than they are. Right. So, you guys, I'm, I don't want to miss anyone. I'm scrolling through here. I don't know if we have any other people that have big YouTube channels. But you guys... Just keep doing what you're doing. It's going to blow up. Yeah. Like, I mean, to like big, you should be on the same level as whatever the big YouTube horror people are. Who, 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 you know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, Dr. Wolfula. Oh yeah. Wolfula's fun. I think. But no, no, it's, it's true because the thing is, you know, like you said, not to, to, to blow smoke or, you know, we always throw out the term. You, you like to point me out when I say, you know, suck the dick. Corey and, uh, and Nightwatch. They put so much effort into their videos, and the talent is there. That's oh, the thing. Horror Gamer. I have yeah. watched him. Okay, we're talking Horror Gamer's the guy with the mask. Yes. Love it. I, the first video I watched of his was the Friday the 13th box set, and mm-hmm. he was actually giving one away. Yes. Which I thought that was insane. I was like, because I know you were friends with him. I've seen a bunch of his stuff, too. He's great. Yep. Love him. But, but they put so much effort into this stuff that you know, that's what I like is it's not just like me. It's not just, I'm just talking into my fucking phone. I put no effort. I don't edit. I don't do any of that stuff. I don't, <laughs> I never learned it. I don't care to learn. Don't it. sell yourself crazy. short. You do way less than that. I'm a, I, I'm a good talker. <laughs> but when it comes to editing, I don't, but these guys put so much effort into that, making their channels grow again because you know, they got fucked over with, you know, YouTube and, you know, this shit was deleted. No, no, they didn't get. They they got fucked over by a troll. There's a difference. Yeah, but YouTube had a hand in that, YouTube but had a hand in it. Yeah, but to see, I don't, I don't blame YouTube. Like I, I do a little bit, but it's really. And you guys listening to me because you're all in this horror community on YouTube. It's your fault if you know someone right. trolling. Seek them out and take them down. You know what I mean? I think people like you just can't block them. Make it public. Right. Make a video talking about this one time. Just explain who this troll is and why everyone should fucking shun them. I don't think like you can just ignore these people because a kind of person that goes to a YouTube channel and because maybe Nightwatch said something he disagreed with, which I don't understand because he's the nicest person I've ever seen, can just yeah. sit there and flag his videos and then it eventually gets taken down. I understand. Uh, I said with Nightwatch, I thought it was jealous. Because in less than six months, he was pretty much at a thousand subs. Oh well, that that goes without saying, right? Of course, Night, uh, of course, it's always the these trolls are uh, the first and foremost is jealousy. It's mm-hmm. not like they just stumbled onto your video and you said something mean about a reboot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something. Right. It's definitely jealousy. I'm just saying, call out these fucking loser mm-hmm. trolls for real, mm-hmm. because to me, there's nothing. You're the lowest of the low. To flag videos on YouTube because you're too much of a pussy to make your own videos. If you have a problem with someone with their with someone's opinion on YouTube, make your own videos. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what this is all about. It's about conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think this uh this this culture of just trying to ignore the problem, it's not gonna help anything. That's all that's all I'm saying. Right. Call them out. That's true. And before I you know I'm totally I'm bl- I'm I'm not right. You shouldn't say that. It's totally no, YouTube's no. fault. Go ahead. It is YouTube's fault too. 
Yeah, it, it's YouTube's fault for not questioning why something is flat. Yeah. Numerous. Or lying or lying and saying that they do. They right. do. They, they're not sending. If sometimes they'll say a human has reviewed it. No, they didn't. No fucking human being could watch any Nightwatch video and even for a second think that they have uh, material not suitable for YouTube. It's absolute right. insanity. Like, like, I'll, I'll, I'll say, you know, we're going to bring up, I was going to bring up another point, but we'll go, let's, you know, let's continue to give thanks. Let's bring up Nightwatch and Coriander and Killian as well. You know, they're, they're, they're part of the channel. They need to be brought up too. But his situation now is standing, you know, he, you said he's like one of the nicest guys ever. And I don't know if he's still in the chat or not. So I know he's, he's, he, he works at night on Saturdays, but he, he still likes to watch us. So I once tweeted it. I once tweeted him like saying how, you know, how much he enjoyed the show. And I said, it was like the best, the best live stream to watch when you should be working. You know what I mean? But concerning his situation, I'm only going to say once because we've already said it enough is his show maybe barely pushes PG-13 when it comes to context and language. He might push the buttons a little bit when he shows like a clip of like, like he's talking about Slash Moon and shows a death. Whoop you fucking do. Language-wise, the only time they ever fucking swear is usually when I'm on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, I mean, I've heard him swear a couple times, but it's, it's few and far in it's, between, it's usually I'll, coriander I'll it really is it's coriander it she'll I, I saw i was listening to the one you guys did the other day with uh the tier list which was off the rails insanity i'm so <laughs> i was kind of upset like i man i wish i could have been there to be voting on these things i think you guys were insane in some of the shit you were yeah. picking like really? the fact that you had invasion of the body snatchers as okay i was like i'm done but Coriander was getting very upset, and I've seen that a couple times. She, not really upset, but she's just like, fuck you guys. And then yeah. you see Knight react like, come on. <laughs> she's like, no. She did it a few times. She's like, no, fuck well, you. Yeah, she was mad that I think Cujo only made it to the okay pile. See, we would have been we would have been complete opposites on that one. Because yeah. you know my opinion of Cujo. I, d I don't... She put Cujo as a masterpiece. I don't understand. I know. See, I would have got. I don't understand anyone doesn't have Cujo at the bottom, the lowest tier possible, because that, that movie, that movie yeah. is awful. Like you're lot. <laughs> no one's really watching that, thinking it's good. Are, do those people exist? Really? I enjoyed it. You it, okay? You watch Cujo for fun? Yeah, not, not for fun. I watch. I I I watch Cujo because I recently finished the book. No, no, the movie. Just, was... just stick to the movie. Do you ever pop it on? Like, I kind of want to watch Cujo. Well, there's <laughs> COVID. <laughs> um, no, I'll probably never watch it again. I okay. watched it one time. See, to me, to me, that's the sort of thing you have to weigh in when you're calculating where it goes on this tier system. Like, if you don't really ever want to watch it again, how could it be anything other than shitty? Well, it's because it was, a, it was a majority. Yeah, you know, it's majority rules, so that's what it was. Yeah. No, but uh, get back to Nightwatch. Like, like King Need Gore. Not just one of the nicest guys. Um, I consider him a friend because if, like you, if these YouTubers, and I'm not saying like these other people in the chat aren't my friends. Jennifer Tochi's a big friend. Mel and, and Taylor are big friends. Like, they're Mel and Taylor are in the category of, you know, of, of Nightwatch because 
outside of YouTube, we have, if you have my personal cell phone number and we chat regularly, I consider that a friend. Yeah. I've met some good friends here. Like Mike, Mike from a graveyard shift. He's a good friend of mine, but he lives in Canada. I ain't going to fucking text Canada. You know what I mean? So Facebook Messenger, it's free. And I'm starting to become good friends with Strange Monkey and stuff like that. But Knight, I consider a really close friend. You know, we when we've had problems, either me going on with my life or him with his whole channel situation, he's a guy that you can text and he'll get back to you. And he always knows the right thing to say. That's what I love about him. He's so down to earth. He's so respectful. He wants your opinion. Like, I don't know if, like, if he said it in the end of the live stream or if it was when we weren't recording. He's got something special cooking up this month. And, Frenzy, you know what it's about. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, we won't, we let's not say it until he reveals it, but you know what it's about. He's planning on doing it uh, sometime this month. I'll let him announce it. Is Knight um, here? He was in the chat earlier. But okay. I need to text him because I, I forgot to make that video. But the fact that he called me and wanted to know my opinion just shows that he respects me enough to want to know what I think about certain things. And this man has been the one of the biggest supporters of this channel. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Since him and I connected. Whether it's watching, being in the chat when you should be working night, um, sharing, retweeting, all this stuff. He has been one of our biggest supporters with trying to get people to the show. He retweeted the fact that um, this was our final episode was tonight. He retweeted that twice. He messaged me when he saw your video. He wanted to make sure we were all good and stuff like that. The man, not just content wise on his channel he's just a good dude and obviously we got more people to talk about but it would be bad if we just didn't bring up the fact that you know hold on we have to praise him as a person and everything. You know uh, I mean? but i got something to say about knight and um king negor just one second though <clears throat> my brother just texted me Brittany walker i'm going back through the chat Brittany walker is a friend of my brother dallas's i didn't know that I don't know if she was usual or not, but she, her and Taylor are like mm -hmm. quoting Muppets Take Manhattan. And so that's awesome, right? You guys, <laughs> you guys are amazing. Just wanted to point that out. Thank you. Got some Muppets Take Manhattan fans in here. And back to what you were saying about Christopher Gupton's all over. Who is this guy? Do we know anything about him? I know no, he wants. He, he he showed Christopher. Well, we're talking about night, but Christopher will we'll keep it quick. Quick. He showed up. Whether he was watching on another name, I don't know. I don't know how he found out about us. But he started becoming a regular, like halfway, like when we're doing like the two movie deal. Mm -hmm. He would always show up like midway through when we're getting ready to start the second movie. And he, until his work schedule went crazy, he would be here every week. Okay. And it was a long, long time. He says that he has a channel, but he hasn't made a lot of videos. I'll check it out. And we're not going anywhere. This We're not doing a podcast thing anymore. But uh, if you're just checking in now, we're going to do live streams and talk movies and stuff as friends. Okay? Instead of all the strings attached. But I wanted to say about 
We were talking night and night and oh, it's this isn't a race thing. Okay, it's just coincidence. But these two guys, I want to just touch on this, are doing God's work. That's what we'll call it. They're doing God's work for YouTube, and that one of them, Knight, is trying to be the Mister Rogers of the horror community. He's trying to set an example of decency. Try not. He cusses. He curses every once in a while. Try to be decent. Have reason. If you're going to argue about something, it needs to be interesting or not something we've heard a thousand times before. It's great. He's like a father figure. And then what I love about Nigor is that he's, he's also no, he's like super nice. Yeah. Uh, from okay. all the videos I've seen, I'm going through all of his Halloweens right now. They're excellent. His um, this isn't you know because I don't kiss ass. If I if uh, I there's one thing I can say. Like you don't even kiss my ass. Oh God, no! But Nikor, what I like about him is that his channel is that he's super nice and re he's just reasonable. Like he's trying to, he's also trying to like set an example. But at the same time, he doesn't give two fucks, and he'll just right. right in the middle of being nice tell the truth, which is also important to me because mm -hmm. I don't know how compelled Knight is to speak his mind at all times like Nigor is where it seems right. it seems like Nigor is more passionate about making it clear what he thinks at all times and there's just something refreshing about that he'll I'll be watching it I was just watching one of the Halloween videos and he's it's all decent and nice he's telling it like it is and then he's like but no he's like fuck part four five and then he's like six ruin the whole goddamn franchise it just came out of nowhere <laughs> I know that's what I love about both of them but he pulls it and, back. Um, he pulls it back. He's not just another blowhard on here trying to stir up drama or be a little troll bitch like so many other fucking people. And I really appreciate that. Strange Monkey's in here. Oh, uh, Strange I, Monkey and I become bud lately. I'm, I, this is no disrespect, but I does he have videos on his channel? Yes. He does reviews? It says reviews. He was, he was, I don't he know why I haven't looked. He was on the tier. With, with, with me and Knight. Oh, he I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. I didn't know if he. I didn't know if he had an actual review channel. Yes, I was. I've been on it before. Oh my god! I've ever done. I'll email you the link of my episode. Okay. After this. No, I'm gonna did, check. Did you, did, did you watch when he reviewed a uh, Shark Exorcist with the the shark mask? Oh, I watched. No, I watched the whole episode. Yeah. Okay. I thought no. I was joking earlier. I thought. It was it was ludicrous tier list and you guys are like the craziest mob. You said it's it's majority rule. Yeah, I would. I wish I would have been on there because I would have been putting up such a fight for uh, a couple times, especially the the uh, invasion of body snatchers. That one I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Oh, and here's Bronco now. Bronco's here. You know what I liked about it was great because that's that. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll talk about Strange Monkey. The best, what I thought was fun is you had so, we had, I think Knight had like 50 movies and we did all fucking 50. And like at least maybe a third of those movies. Like it was an ongoing joke that me and Strange Monkey were sitting at the same table because like for like a third of them, we were like, we've never seen it. No, that's it. That's it because I was watching the whole thing, you know, on repeat and I've seen, I've seen every single one of those movies that's on that tier list. And that's the second reason I wish I would have been there. To kind of like fill in when people didn't see it. Because uh -huh. there were so many. Especially, look. I got this opportunity. There was one uh, that like most of the people hadn't seen. Which was um, 
The Vanishing. The original, like, you didn't even realize, but the, the, the poster he had was for the original Dutch Vanishing. Okay. It wasn't the remake with Sandra Bullock. This is not me exaggerating. The original Dutch Vanishing is top five creepiest movies I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, no, not like, not exaggerating. And I wanted to be there. It was like, but you did it the day before. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go back and comment that, but just anyone listening who haven't seen it, one of the, it's one of the scariest, creepiest things I've ever seen. Top five for me. Most fucked up, horrifying movies. Yeah. Um, now, before we, now, before we were, you know, praising Corey and, and Knight, another moment I wanted to talk about. What? Wait. Is... One more second, though. I, I want to talk about greatest hits too, but while we have the second here, we're going. Is there anyone else in the chat? Because I've never, I never look at chat because I'm so into what we're talking about, like, like little like little on. monsters or hamburger the most picture. All right, well, anyone else to call out here? Um, because I want to say about Mike and Melanie. I don't know if they know it, but you know, let's, let's talk about Mike. Let's talk about Mike. Mike because, uh, and Melanie, they're both in the intro. If you never noticed before, just saying that, you're in there, so you guys made it. You're in the big time. I wish we could have got more people in there. Let's talk about Mike. Um, Mike, I've known probably since he first started his podcast, at least the Graveyard Shift. Like, he's done a few before that. And I was, the last episode I did for him on his podcast, because we also do a side podcast uh, on occasion with uh, his new co-host, Heather, who's a good friend. Um, the last episode I did, I had to come back for his 200th episode. His 200th Jesus. episode. And it was for, we talked the original Candyman. And Mike, you'll put it in the chat how many episodes you're at now, because that was a little while ago. And, uh, you know, we we'd started, I've been on his show once. Uh him and Sheldon, the original co-host, asked me to be on Poltergeist, and we clicked instantly. And one time Sheldon couldn't be on, so him and I, it was December, we talked the original Jack Frost, not not Michael Keaton, but yeah. Snowman. I heard, I watched, I listened to all those. And it, it kind of, snow, pun intended, snowballed from there, and I became good friends with Mike, and I ended up being his co-host for over a year. And like with this show. Temporary. Yeah, I was his temporary co-host for over a fucking year, Mike. Yeah, thanks a lot. 209, he's just said, is the latest. 209 episodes. Good for him. Seriously. So I was his temporary co-host until he found a replacement for over a fucking year. And like with this show here, Two Bearded Losers, being on the graveyard shift was one of the most fun I've had in my life. Even with my shitty audio either having to use an ipad to do skype and then also record the audio on my phone and send the audio file to mike thank god he's a super fucking nerd and he knows how to do this shit mike's always been a big supporter of podcasts in general i'm glad he showed up for the chat tonight yeah and and last time when he was a guest on our show he said we were talking about podcasting and i was like I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, so I miss a lot of them because they're not... I wish people would upload their audio-only podcast to YouTube. Because then, like then, the then I could subscribe and get listen to it because 
And I was explaining to Mike that a lot of people listen to podcasts on YouTube, but at the time he was like, a podcast is audio only. And I totally understand that because that's really what it is. But I'm not, if you put them on YouTube, just, you know, as a side thing, yep. I th- you get a lot more engagement, I think, because number one, I'll be listening to every episode because it's a lot easier for me to find it than podcasts because I don't do that. Right. So go oh. ahead. Sorry. No, that's fine. So eventually, me and Mike were just bullshitting. Excuse me. We were just we just finished recording an episode, and uh, it happened off offline. We we're just doing regular Skype chat. And he was asking, you know, what we had down the pipeline. I said, well, we're talking about this really weird fucking movie because neither of us had watched it. Or at least I didn't know that you had seen it at the time, but I hadn't. I just went on like the trailer and stuff. Uh, was it Never Too Young to Die mm. with John Stamos? And I was explaining to him that John Stamos is the son of a secret agent. John Stamos is a gymnast, and after his dad is dead, he takes over his dad's job. He's trying to stop. Is he a transvestite? Genes, either yes. transvestite or transsexual. Gene Simmons from poisoning the water supply while also trying to fuck vanity in between. And Mike fell in love with just a plot. Yes. And he's like, hey, man, you know, he's like, I don't want to step on your toes. And he's like, but can I guess that? I'm like, as long as Alex is able to bring you in, I don't think he'll give a shit. And that was a fun experience, too, because, A, Mike is really good at doing research, so you and I didn't have to do a goddamn thing. You know what I mean? We don't really do that much research. He had background info on vanity and all this and that. And we had a fun time. And I think it was getting late. So this was at the time when I would record in the bedroom. Rachel wanted to go to bed, so I moved out to the living room. And once I sat down on the, the couch, I somehow was lost in the Skype connection. But I could still hear you guys that my audio is free, frozen, where I look like I, I, you know, someone literally just like punched me in the face. Yeah. And you're like, hey, Eric, where's Eric? Where's, where's Eric? And I'm like, I'm here. Motherfuckers, yeah. can't you hear me? You couldn't. No, your face you was just. <laughs> so you removed me from the call. You brought me back, and I still look like I'm retarded. And it was just one of those fucked up moments that is really funny to watch. So, uh, oh my god, just... there's so many. So, and... yeah, Rachel likes to point out the fact that one time I called it two bearded looters. Uh huh. Losers. I said, fuck, fuck it, let's. That was our Christmas episode. I said, two bearded looters. And I'm like, fuck it, let's do it again. And you're like, no, that's staying in. But then within like 10 seconds, you're wearing gloves, and a scarf, and a Christmas <laughs> hat, and the scarf gets stuck to the Velcro on your gloves, and you can't get it off, and it's one of those happy accidents. And um, Wait, I gotta, let me break in here, because I gotta, I got, I'm writing notes down, because there's so much shit happening. Dallas is saying, I'm pumped for Halloween Kills, as per Alex's recommendation, I'm watching on Peacock. Okay. This is a, there's a couple of other people have mentioned uh, Movie Slob on this uh, thing. I've never talked about, I just want to do for the first time and last time, because I've never acknowledged it on this show. I, I do a, I have a separate channel called Movie Slob, where I do a character who reviews movies very poorly. Okay? That's not me. For the thousandth time, a little bit of it's me. But that's not me, okay? Mm-hmm. So I just want to just want to make that uh, acknowledge that, okay? 
Well, the thing is, though, also, if they can't tell the difference, I'm sorry, you kind of fucking know. It, it's so easy to see. I tried. How you really are on this show compared to how Welcome is. Yeah, I gave him a name. I tried to make it very clear. Welcome kills people. Hey, he he's done fucking horrible things. Yep. But um, a little bit of that's me. But I'm definitely Dallas. I'm 100% seeing that in the theater first. Of course, watch it on Peacock after, but not first. Come on. How many great horror movies have you seen this year in a theater? Yeah. <laughs> you know, not that many. I haven't been to the theater since Sonic the Hedgehog. So. Well, you promised me you would. I've got, I've, I've got that on video. We're, we're, I'm going to try to convince Rachel to go to Halloween Kills for her birthday. Uh, see if we can get a babysitter. And see, the thing is, I've been going to the movies um, since COVID happened. I, they, you know, here in Mississippi. They, I'm not concerned about that. No, I'm just saying if anyone is concerned, they opened up really early here because it's Mississippi and stuff. And I've gone to movies a shit ton since, uh, since that broke. And for the most part, there's no one at the movies, right? And they've they've put in all of these safety precautions. Uh, at, and if they did that here in Mississippi, I'm assuming they did it in a lot of places. At our local theater, and we have five local theaters, one of them changed the ventilation system. They have people cleaning all the stuff. But the bottom line is, there's no one at the goddamn movies. I mean, maybe if you go at a Friday night at 7, if you go at a daytime show, there's no one in there. You got way better, way better chance of... Like just getting the flu or fucking whatever, just going to Walmart. So there, there are a lot of people that are scared to go to the show. Or I understand the super convenience of it. Yeah. But I, I've always been a huge proponent of movie theaters. Yes. And if anything, I want to give them my money and you know keep them open because that's literally my church. That's my religion. It's my escapism from the harsh realities and. I just can't get behind being 100% a stream lord. I don't get that, you know? Right. So, I don't know what you guys like think. You, like you said, it's the convenience factor. I would like to see... I would like to see kills in the theater because it's an ongoing joke, you know, how much I did not like Halloween 2018. I promised Nightwatch I would rewatch it, give it a, a second chance, and I I do want to see Halloween Kills. Oh, God. At I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for multiple reasons but mm -hmm. the main reason is because all the black people are going to be there and make it a better experience no i'm just kidding that's a movie slap thing no i do enjoy i do enjoy going to opening weekend with african-american uh, patrons they always have a good time but the real reason is it's uh it's the the buzz you get from a, a live audience of people reacting like I, and you can't like recreate that one of the one of the things i've said one of the best theater experiences i've ever had was seeing freddy versus jason at midnight on opening night with a full room sold out and after rewatching that movie the piece of shit when it's not freddy versus jason yeah but you can't take away how much fun i had in that room definitely one thing I do want to get to because Les's heart, a big supporter of our channel, is still in the chat. American Werewolf in New Jersey. He drank Monster to stay up to watch our final episode. I've been on his channel. I don't know how many times. I'm going to be on it again, talking scary stories to tell in the dark and Wolf later on. 
but he asked a big supporter of the channel. And like I said, if you stay up fucking late to watch two dorks like us, we appreciate that big time. Like Mel and Taylor, they would have gone to bed like three hours ago. But uh, but Mike, American Wolf in New Jersey, he asked how many episodes we're on, and final episode is 69, baby. Lucky number. That's right. But um, Christopher Gupton yeah. saying, Halloween 2018 seemed pretentious to me personally. Well, I think if you think that Halloween 2018 is pretentious, you don't like how you're not watching enough movies. I don't see how in any universe that movie could be misconstrued as pretentious. Like you've ever seen a Paul Thomas Anderson film? It's literally a fucking retard in a mask walking around killing people. How could that be pretentious? And I'll always take pretentious if that if that's what you're calling pretentious over shitty just straight up shitty curse of thorn a rehashed garbage kevin williamson scream bullshit sorry uh-huh. like you get everyone gets so offended because they're ignoring bad movies they've been doing that since mm-hmm. the beginning of time this is i've said this since our first episode the slasher icons that everyone likes are our new universal monsters Mm-hmm. Michael Myers is Frankenstein. Freddy's Dracula. It doesn't matter. They're all, it's the same shit. This is, there's nothing new to it. But mm-hmm. I think it's a huge stretch to call Halloween 2018 pretentious. Any movie that John Carpenter does the music to, come on. Ridiculous. Yeah. So I wanted to give a shout out to, to Mike, American Wolf in New Jersey, because like I said, if he has to chug a monster to, to be here and support us, 69, baby. We got it. We made it to the, the magic number. Um, I'm new to his channel, too. I watched the one you were on. I haven't got around to more. I'm, I can't wait to, though. I thought it was excellent. You guys did... Um, We've done Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2. Yeah. Talk. What have we talked? Shit, I'm a little buzzed right now. First Blood. We've talked Carrie. We've talked the, the original Terminator. Ah. Um... And like I said, we're going to do, I, I kind of forced myself in. We're going to talk scary stories to tell in the dark. Okay. I didn't know you did that many. Damn. I've only listened to the Terminator. I listened to the Terminator one. It was excellent. Yeah. But um, my, he's, he's a great dude. Mike's a great dude. Now, to get to the point I was going to try to make like 20 minutes ago after we were rightfully giving praise. Wait. To can't let you do that yet. I got to make one more point. Sorry. <laughs> Bronco Juggalo is still in the house. I got to do this because I've been. Okay. I've you gotta I you know I gotta make my point about this is your soapbox. This is your soapbox. Do it. Okay, and someone I am the cheese said no one likes him. Do you know I'm I know I've recognized the name, but I haven't seen his channel. He's a buddy, he's a buddy of mine from, from Twitter and Facebook. Okay, and I still wanted to say something about Mike too later. While Bronco's here <laughs> I've been telling Eric this for like the last twelve months, but if you're here I, and listening Hold on, I need to use the bathroom because of the beer. This is you talking straight, Bronco. You do not need me for this 30 seconds, so I will be right back. You let your heart out. Okay? Yeah, sure. Christopher Cupton. I guess on your point, maybe selfish cash grab to eliminate the other movies to do a reset to keep the franchise going, in my opinion, is pretentious, but it's a good business. All movies are made for business, so that's retarded. Sorry. Movies are made for business. It's how could it be a selfish cash grab? How much money do you think David Gordon Green pocketed from these Halloween movies? 
If you've ever seen any interviews with him, uh, I've been watching him for years because Eastbound and Down, Righteous Gemstones, Vice Principals. He doesn't give a fuck about money. It's not about that. He, and even though all of these horrible Halloween sequels are absolute bottom-of-the-barrel garbage and all cash grabs, all soulless, fucking worthless cash grabs like you're talking about, if you've ever seen an interview, even his Halloween 2018 movie has Easter eggs and homages to all of those shitty sequels. And it's not because he's trying to appease people. It's because he actually, on some level, likes them. Like everyone else. Even me. Because I grew up with them. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely debatable. I just think... Ridiculous. It's a fuck. It's, it's a dude walking around stabbing people. Watch a, watch a Christopher Nolan film or uh, Paul Thomas Anderson or uh, anyone else if you want to see something pretentious. But I want to say this about Bronco before we get back to Halloween. Oh, okay. Bronco, please. I watch almost every live stream, right? Uh, of Super Slash Bros. I, I, if I don't watch, I listen to it. And I, my favorite thing about your channel is grilling with Bronco. And you have been, Brad. I've said this a thousand times. He's been talking, he's been talking about this to me for over a year, if not longer. Go ahead, Al. Because there's this thing, like, the, the food network and food, food television, right? Essence of Emerald, Iron Chef, all these things don't exist anymore. Like, only the food television, which was so dominant in all of our lives, I think, for the most part, for like 20 or 30 years, has been reduced to cupcake wars that your grandma watches. <laughs> And no one watches food TV anymore, right? So there's this right. yearning for cooking-related content, I think. And he's so good at it. Like, Brad, you're such a natural at... It doesn't matter if it's just hot, shitty hot dogs or sausages or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's, the, it's this primordial thing. This primal thing where you're grilling meat and talking about horror movies. I think there's a huge market for that. I think... <laughs> I think your channel would go from 2,000 subs to like 20,000 within a few weeks because it's just that does not exist. And uh, I can't be the only one who yearns for a guy grilling meat and talking about horror movies. I'm sorry. I can't be the only one. <laughs> so that's it. I didn't, have, I didn't have this prepared. I'm just obsessed with it because I'm always checking for more grilling with Bronco videos. That's true because a lot of the time, you know, because Brad can't always make the stream. Yeah. And I can't always make his streams either. But lots of times when he shows up, it's like once we're done recording, you're like, okay, now get on his ass about more grilling with Bronco. You're legitimate. You're serious. If you're willing to tell me when we're not recording, you're 100% serious. So. Yes, definitely. And Mike says, call it kills and grills. <laughs> There's so many. So many puns you could come up with. So many. It would be such a huge fucking show. I'm telling you. And Christopher, Christopher, I appreciate you. You've been saying a lot of awesome shit, and I we are going to agree to disagree respectfully. You know, because I I saw the uh, just one last point about the Halloween, um, the Halloween whatever the fuck it's called Halloween 2018. I was trying to think of what it's called. It's actually called Halloween. I yeah. saw it like I think I saw it three times in the theater. Honestly, oh, cool. I saw it three times. You know, 
because it's only six dollars or whatever matinees. But the soundtrack to that movie, soundtrack is the John Carpenter soundtrack is this is a thing like it happens every once in a while where a movie comes out that has a killer score or soundtrack. And even with my stereo system at home, you cannot recreate that. Okay. So, and like, I know this sounds crazy, but I've seen some movies where like there was one called Step Up. It's a dancing movie. You know, Step Up. I saw Step Up 3D with my brother and and my sister my little sister we went because she's a dancer right okay never heard i didn't there's and not in a million years would i ever want to watch step up 3d whatever that was but when we got to the theater the music right the in sync songs and the britney spears or whatever in surround sound with the, it was something i can't explain to you how profound right. of an experience that was and make a long story short movies are half of movies are sound and sometimes i i didn't even really care about the halloween movie so much in that i just wanted to feel literally feel the john carpenter music in my bones because it's amazing it's one of the best things he's done in forever is his halloween 2018 i know he did it with his son and a friend sometimes i go to the movies for the music and just being blasted with it and i'm talking about Good music, not Christopher Nolan bullshit, just horns blaring for no reason. That's not dramatic. I don't care. You know, in the same bullshit Hans Zimmer strings. Two hours. Not inspired. Don't care. Okay. You saw, did you see who just showed up? Who? No way! The man who brought us together. The legend. This is unbelievable. I am so glad. Screen name Let Us Play showed up. I'm going to, Sam. This man is the reason why you and I became friends. If it wasn't for him, this never would have existed. I met him through Channel Donstar, who has been in the set before. And he added me to a group that I think you were already in, like a chat group. And you never really chatted, but you would chat with me sometimes outside, you know, just outside in like our own private chat to talk movies. And uh, regardless of anything, if it wasn't for Sam, there would have been no two bearded losers. So if I was, I'm glad you showed up. I'm glad you showed up, Sam. Even if you didn't, love Faligar, huge yeah. fan. I've been a huge. I was a fan since. Since the Horror Globe days. Shout out. I think it was called the Horror Globe or the... the Mer- right, that was before my time. Yeah. And uh, I haven't seen all of them like you have back in the day. I missed some things going in and out. But um, I love Sammy to death. I wish that we could have got him on here. Maybe we'll do a hangout eventually. Mm-hmm. Eric, <laughs> you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I'm just reading some of the chat because Bronco says uh, he's going to try to do some more grilling. He's just been busy. Okay, yeah, I'm looking. But um, I want to say that, again... Please, Bronco. He's a good friend, and if it wasn't for Sammy, this never would have happened. So even if, he was, if, even if he didn't show up tonight, we'd still have to give thanks to him because he's, in his own Sammy way, we'll leave it at that, he helped this show start. He helped our friendship start. So Sammy... We have to give thanks to him. Yeah, he's like uh, 
if this was the Sopranos or one of those gangster movies, he's like a, there's a name for that. I don't know what it is. A godfather for your child. Mm-hmm. He christened us or something. Mm-hmm. He's he's one of those stereotypical Italian people. Uh, a yeah. friend of ours. And uh, God bless him. And he, yeah, he says he's been gaming a lot lately. No shit. <laughs> what? Uh, like your all your channels are you're gaming so much. It's and like mm-hmm. it's overwhelming, Sammy. How much gaming you're doing? Because so if you like, we love gaming. Like, yeah. Eric's a gamer. I'm a gamer. But we love movie Sammy more. I'm not. I don't know if I'm speaking for Eric, but I'm speaking for myself. I I no no. I will say this. Movie Sammy was great. I like watching gameplay, but movie Sammy. Was fantastic. Yeah, he did. I, you, you, I'll say this: your review of Freaks was one of the best things I've ever seen you do. So, but uh, yeah, see, I'm more of a. I like to play games more than watch people play them. Mm-hmm. Some people like to watch people play. That's fine, but uh, the movie stuff, like I just threw out. I saw the Green Knight in the theater, and I knew that would be up his alley because Sam Sammy's sword and sandals all the way fantasy, right? And I wanted to hear I wanted to hear his take on it, the Green Knight, and he he made it within like three or four days of like really beautiful re- review. Yeah. And uh, I was blown away by that. And I still want you, Sammy, if you're listening, I want you to review the original with Sean Connery, mm-hmm. <laughs> please. Uh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. I just kept. No, no. I interrupted you because he showed up, and I had to give praise where praise was due. Because again, if it wasn't for Sam. We wouldn't be here. We really wouldn't. Nope. So we got to do. Sammy, I'm sending you up. I'm putting you on. Okay. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. This means a lot. I'm putting you on my Christmas card list, Sammy. Sammy, you're going on my Christmas card list as of right now. So reach out. Send me your address. I probably have it. I don't know if I've sent him anything before. Mm -hmm. Sammy's going on the Christmas card list. That's a big deal. Eric's on there. I don't think he cares, though. Are you? I do because I, I still got your picture from last year of your face superimposed on a guy lifting up a hot chick in black and white still on our fridge. That's not that's yeah. not me. That's my great grandfather. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh Dallas is saying he is watching hamburger the motion picture as we speak, so that is fucking awesome. All right, Dal- um, Dallas, put your dick away. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till after the stream to jerk off to Lyman Vunk's wife. <laughs> One thing I want to say is, um, like I said, we we had to give thanks for thanks for credit was due. Back to when we talked about how uh, how uh, how messed up our our segment with Mel was, you know. And anybody who like I know it's past viewers and Taylor's bedtime, Mel, Mike from New Jersey, American War from New Jersey, you guys can go to bed. Frenzy's keeping this live stream up. This one is permanent. He's already promised me. Um. <laughs> to show how we didn't know what the fuck we were doing, we had our lost episode by S- episode two, if you remember correctly. Our second episode. How can I forget? A, was a fantastic, fantastic discussion, both positive and negative. What movie was it? Of the Pet Cemetery remake. Horrible. And I remember. <laughs> I remember. That was like so good because we were kind of 
getting into a groove. You know what I mean? And we talked about other things too. I don't remember what it was. And uh, within five minutes, I get a text from you. Dude, you're going to hate me. Why? I forgot to hit record. But you didn't record our second episode. I know. I still feel bad. And it was great because, you know, we had to redo it, you know, within a week. And we we, we call it episode 2.5. And you could tell we weren't into it. (laughs) We didn't want to redo because the first shot, the first, you know, discussion was so good and so much fun. We're just like, I don't what, 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 do you remember what we talked about? I don't. Who no. cares? We're done. The end. <laughs> but that's what I always said, though, because, you know, those type of moments are always fun. For you know what I mean? Sure, I was disappointed. I didn't get fucked, though. You know what I mean? But that's what I love about, what I loved about doing this stuff with you. Those moments you can't predict. That's why we have this ongoing thing now. You know, I make sure every time before we went live, you got all your boxes checked. Did you restart your computer? All that stuff. But it's a lot of a bullshit. Point. It's a lot of bullshit. But that's... one of those memories I always have. We got tons of those. I was even thinking about it would be great to do, like, not a series or something, just a video every once in a while where I just talk about stuff I didn't get to talk about. Because I have... We did 100 hours of content. There's at least 25 hours of shit I didn't get to bring up because we were all over the place. Me yeah. and you. Especially me. Well, I remember because it was one of the times we finally talked about The Shining. Like, our ongoing thing is how, you know, Shining sucks. We don't like The Shining. And I thought, you know, episode 50, let's talk about The Shining. And that was a long episode. That was like our very first live stream. I said, you know, you wanted to start live stream. I said, let's do it on the 50th episode. We're going to talk The Shining. Yeah. And uh, once we were done, you were just like, Man, there was so much more I wanted to fucking talk about. I know. Crazy. And I was happy with that episode because I finally found someone who actually defended Shelley Duvall's performance other than me. Well, I've always, so I've always defended her. Yeah. Oh. So, do you, do you have anything you want to say? Any memories before I get to our next thank you? No, I was going to say something about... I can't remember. There's too much stuff I want to say. Uh... Yeah, there was something about, like, uh, one of our last videos on, no, uh, well, before I talk about that, I was going to say, in the future, when we're just going, every once in a while we'll go live on your channel or something, just to have a talk, I think, but. I do want to say, producer Rachel's over there doing producer Roblox stuff. He always, he, I did my, hey, we're going to do a final episode tonight. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. And she did some stupid comment how she doesn't think she contributes enough. Okay. She's been on so many episodes. You know, she you know, she tries to tell us to calm down when we were arguing during a Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Christopher Gupton says, I will always laugh and love the early episodes with Rachel and the damn ice maker. Wow. Wow. So he's not, he's been here from the beginning. No, he, he, he apparently said in the chat that he had learned about me through my, my stuff with White. Whitey the white guy, and he gravitated. Oh, it's fantastic! I love that. My Rachel's contribution is bigger than she realizes. Spaceballs with us, Ghostbusters, which is two of our best episodes. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, the Christmas episode, the Halloween episode. She does more than just play Roblox. But the Ice Maker moment is the. If anyone's familiar with Spinal Tap, the 
you know, the amp's going to 11, right? Everyone knows that reference, even if you've never seen the movie. The, equ- right. the equivalent of amps going to 11 is Rachel dropping those ice machine bombs. It's <laughs> People will remember that years from now exactly. and be and yearning for it. It's those moments like that. The, the ice maker also goes with the lost episode, the drunken me and Mel, all these things are the precious moments that I will always remember. And well, I, I had a couple things to say. I don't remember what I want to say something about Mike. I want to say, but first go ahead. Uh, quickly about the future. If anyone's still here listening and stuff, I know this is all confusing. This, this, this has always been confusing. Why do we have a podcast on Eric's channel instead of a separate channel? Why am I canceling? We canceling it now after we just got a channel. All the stuff aside. Don't worry about any of that. It's not worth it. You don't need to know all the ins and outs. But here's what's going to happen. After this stupid podcast is over, two bearded losers, who cares? You're gonna, I'm going to keep uploading the stuff. But we're going to do hangouts and stuff and talk about movies. But what I'm excited about is we can just have a talk about, let's say, for instance... You know, what's one a big one you want to talk about? Like The Crow or something, right? One of your favorite movies is The Crow. And then... Your favorite, my favorite. Maybe we can talk about... We can talk about one of my favorite movies on my channel, right? Absolutely. And instead of having a schedule and a stockpile of requests and all this stuff, we can look through that and just talk about another film incorporated for like five minutes. Maybe like shitty movies like The Peanut Butter Solution or... Or oh, what else? Or, or what else was on that list of requests? Maybe it doesn't deserve. Maybe it doesn't deserve an hour of our time. You know what I mean? Or anyone's time. So I still want to have talks and stuff and talk about other movies too. But maybe just not put an emphasis on each individual one. You know what I mean? Because that's like that's tiring and overwhelming. So I hope that does that make sense. It does. So two bearded losers is gonna live on. It's gonna be even better because you're not gonna. I'm not gonna be. I can discuss it all the time because I got to talk about some shit for an hour and a half. <laughs> hey, a lot of this shit was, I'll throw under the bus and run over twice, was Mel. Okay. No, she but uh, Rachel, Rachel's ex, I, I, I was still looking, for, it's sad because when I made this decision, I was looking forward to the ones we're going to talk about. I still want to talk about stuff with her, just not in this podcast thing. So we'll do it on your channel. Okay. And, uh, um, that's fine. But for a lot of the shit, Coming forward would, would have been Mel, her request, because she did a peanut butter solution. She requested Hot to Trot, Bobcat Goldthwait with a talking horse. Oh, yeah, John Candy. Yeah. And uh, Burgess Meredith is his dad, a horsefly. I have no... Oh, right. Yeah, see, I, I mean, like, how much can you talk about that? Peanut butter solution, here you go, 10 seconds. I loved it when I was a kid, magic paintbrush. The kid goes bald. He puts on this uh, bald cap, and it's one of the best moments ever in movies. When he's playing soccer and the bully pulls his ball cap off and all the glue stretches, and it's ru- him, him crying in slow motion, running home, embarrassed. That's it. There's your review. <laughs> See how easy that was? Look, done. Watch it if you care. Don't if you don't. Moving on. All right. <coughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Another thing. I was I was editing the Stone Cold thing uh, oh. for this channel and stuff, and I just. I was going to title it second most underrated action movie in history because what I wanted to talk, I never got to talk about in the Stone Cold episode because we're all over the place and I got notes and I just don't get to all of them. 
I think Stone Cold's the second most underrated action movie. Second to, also directed by um, Craig Baxley, Action mm-hmm. Jackson. Okay, so this is just my moment here, my little platform. Another thing, like I was throwing out about uh, The Vanishing mm-hmm. and stuff, just if you're listening, I sincerely think Action Jackson is probably the most underrated action movie ever made. That's Carl Weathers, right? Carl Weathers. And it's, okay. it's fucking, and it's Craig Baxley. This is the movie he made right before I Come in Peace with Dolph Lundgren. And then Stone Cold. and So check it out if you haven't seen it. No, go ahead. Sorry. I've been interrupting you for 20 minutes. That's okay. That's all right. Um, I do know uh, King Nigor asked what we were drinking. I said I'm, I'm going cheap, white trash route, PBR, all day, every day. Night, I love you even more. Night's got some Seagram's going. I got hooked on Seagram's Extra Dry. Once you get past that first shot, it's good to go. Yangling. Um, Wait, wait. Let me interrupt you one more time. <laughs> might as well. I, I might as well get Do it over it, with. Do it. Zaps just Zaps. put out a new chip. It's called Zaps Thins. The unofficial official sponsor. Okay. And this is the one and only time I'm going to say something negative about Zaps. So if you're listening, Zaps, you done fucked up with these chips. You done Ooh, fucked wow. up with these chips. Look, Zaps Thins, right? All it is, is a regular potato chip. Okay. It's not kettle cooked. The whole reason they even started making chips was because kettle cooked are superior to the regular grandpa shitty regular Lay's chips. Mm -hmm. But the voodoo flavor is so popular now, like overwhelmingly, it's like crack. People are going crazy for it. That, That the soccer moms were like, we like that voodoo flavor. But the chips are too crunchy. The kettle, it's hurting our it's hurting our teeth or implants or whatever the fuck they have. They don't want to, you know what I mean? It's hurting the soccer mom's teeth. So they said, can you do it on a regular soft chip? It's terrible. It goes against, <laughs> it goes against everything Zaps is about. What are you doing, Zaps? Don't cave to the soccer moms. You got enough fat chuds like me that are going to buy your kettle cooked chips. You don't need that mm-hmm. soccer mom money. These are horrible. As you eat one. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Return it? It's already open. Come on. <laughs> Corey just said, he just said, Zap is trolling the potato chip community. I will say this. They have one of the best Twitter accounts, though. Them and Wendy's, when it comes to food, the best Twitter accounts ever because they get it. They get that Twitter is fucking stupid. So use it to your advantage to be an asshole in a funny way. So, I'll say that. Um, Finally, get on with it. I've been interrupting right. you for thirty minutes. Gotta give her. Gotta give another thanks. And goddamn it, you know we throw out the. <laughs> I stated in our little emails back and forth. And um, no, I don't know if I said it in my in my email. No, I did. We don't have fan. Because when you say you have a you have a fan, I think that seems like you know, you're kind of sucked up. We have friends that we have, have literally made through this podcast. But I coined the term super fan because of the support we've gotten from certain people. You know, Movie Massacre just showed up a little while earlier, and he's one of them too. But I think as much as I love Mel, 
much as I love Nightwatch, I think our number one super fan is probably Jen for Kochi. <laughs> look at Broncos. Look at Broncos. Uh, comment. I only like one kettle cooked chip, and it's that popcorn one. No, the that next, one? the next comment. Why is Jen in the corner? Nobody put Jen in the corner. Oh, you can't see. You can't see it. No. Okay, never mind. Okay, whatever. Anyways, um, she is probably our biggest supporter, Jennifer Tochi, from the beginning of this podcast, whatever you want to fucking call it. And she is like one of the, probably one of the nicest people I've met online or not since we started this. You know, see, we, 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 we call this show Two Bearded Losers as a joke, you know, because again, one of my favorite memories, you were bracking your fucking brain. What should we call it? What should we call it? And I just, I, I'm at work. I'm like, I don't know. Why don't we just call it Two Bearded Losers? And you were like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she always calls us the two-bearded winner. That's the stroke of genius, that title. But she always calls us the two-bearded winners. She's always, she was the one who was always the first in the chat. She was first in the chat tonight. She supports us way more than anyone fucking should. And if we didn't give thanks to Jennifer, I mean, we'd be the two-bearded assholes. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm totally on board, and I, I, what Bronca was referring to earlier, I'll just say it really quick, in case you didn't, I didn't tell you, but she's literally in the overlay. Right now, she's in the corner. I put a picture of her, like, looking at us. Oh, uh, I see the overlay. I just, I, I don't see it. I might have... She, she disappears back and forth. I have her... I see her right there. There she is. I'm, right the bottom I'm having her, I have her fade in and out. And he made a, a dan uh, dirty dancing reference, which is awesome. I I'm trying. I see her right down there, at the bottom left. And Bronco said, "Every time Frenzy calls any of the Halloween sequels trash or garbage or any negative things, I'm taking away a grilling with Bronco upset." Okay, right here on my grandmother's <laughs> grave, soul, whatever. I'm never gonna say another fucking negative thing about Halloween sequels. I love them. <laughs> I love them to death, all of them. Mm -hmm. Two, four, three, six. No, you hate three. I fucking hate three too. Season of a witch. Lie. No, Bronco. No, Hey, hey, this is we're talking grilling with Bronco episodes here. I fucking hate Season of the Witch. You know why? Because Michael Myers isn't in it. Right? How can you have a how can you have a sequel without Michael Myers? Four is amazing, five's even better. Six is it's good. It's real good. <laughs> that resurrection one has the Busta Rhymes thing. That's good. I love all of them. So I got that out the way. Everyone's going crazy in here. All right, Brad. Pressure's on. He deserves a grilling video very soon. Or choking back the bile. Playing that. Christopher Gupton says, Grandmaster giveaway champion Jennifer Toshi. I know. I He does always fucking win. Too. God. I that's the I'm on some level I hate her guts. <laughs> she wins all the good stuff. I when I win a contest, it's like a keychain or something. Yeah, I, you know, we're talking about Brad, yeah. Jennifer always wins the good stuff. Brad won a contest once, and he got Jingle all the way, too. And that was, I'll tell you, that, that's one of my favorite videos from Brad, is because you double-wrapped it. Total secret. I was the only one who knew. And that guy was trying his nicest not to throw that fucking DVD across the room <laughs> and spit on it. And he opened that up. So. Oh, yeah. But speaking about Jennifer, she always wins. If it's not 
Christopher or Brad, and uh, swear to God, it's all a coincidence, but if anyone deserves to win any of our bullshit that we like to send out, it would be Jennifer. If not just for a thanks for just, you know, all the kind words that she said and her friendship and, and this and that. So Unbelievable. Unbelievable human being. And uh, she's got a great channel. Seriously? Yeah. I don't... I watch, including, um, you know, the Super Slash Bros, Jennifer Toshi. There's a lot of people. I watch your channels and live streams, and especially Jennifer's. I don't... I watch YouTube through the Xbox, because I, I don't use the Xbox for games. I have a PC, mm. but I use it for a 4K Blu-ray player. So I watch YouTube through the Xbox, and I can't comment, right? Mm -hmm. And it pisses me off. So I don't communicate, but I'm going to change that. I'm going to start talking on commenting more and stuff, just throwing that out there. But yeah, I love Jennifer Toshi to death. And, you know, going into this now that we've mm -hmm. been here for a while talking, aren't you a little more, isn't it a little more comforting knowing that this isn't some crazy end of the road I know on some level you probably thought. Well, I was like I, said, I was just no, like we, we, completely. We pull curtain, we pull, we'll pull the curtain back a little bit. It was just how oh, you said it was a long time coming, and to me, it was just like out of the blue. It At was it felt like it was out of the blue for you for you know because I just have more on my on my end. You know what I mean? I so that was a long time coming for me because I'm just like. Oh, God, all this stuff to do. Right. Um, it has nothing to do with, um, you know, you or even the show, really. I think we always put out... I never, took, I never took it personally. We always have a solid performance, for the most part. I've been disappointed. We did 69 episodes. I've been disappointed one time. And that that's, footage still hasn't made it to the channel yet. Never will. <laughs> it's, it's too... It's, it's awful. But that doesn't if matter. You hear, if, you want, if you want to know why, Alex hates the last starfighter discussion so much you can listen to the audio the audio is still up but. yeah 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 um but i was just wondering you know if you're excited about moving forward let's have I some am, let's I'll, go I'll tell you what, when, when you like i said i i felt like i said in our emails it, it kind of like a blind side i don't know if that was the proper term because that's a very negative term it's just that you know i got a notification on my phone Frenzied last episode, and I'm at work, and I'm already pissed off because it's work. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So I watched it, and I didn't know because sometimes you're a trolling motherfucker too. Right, yeah. But then when I watched it, I saw the, the, the tone of your voice. Like, you did not like saying what you were going to say. You could tell. Then I read your two paragraphs of an email, and I'm like, okay, he's serious. So I responded. We were playing tag for a while. And I'm like, no, I don't know if I want to do a live stream because... I didn't think my heart would be in it. And then I sent you probably the longest fucking email I've ever written anyone. And I was 100% truthful. Whether, you know, talking about how there is no ill will, you are, I, I, you really are like closer than my own brother when it comes to friendships. I, talk, I did talk about, you know, how I've been very patient and a lot of stuff that we can't control. But then you would respond to like, man, I just wish you would show up. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. If I can say that you're closer than my own brother, I'll power through something not being fought. You deserve that as a friend, the respect. And then when I got when 
you're not a big texter, but when I get five texts like immediately talking about how you're happy that I changed my mind and we got good things going forward, that that elephant in the room that's sitting on my chest was drop kicked out. And I was very excited about tonight. And a lot of people were saying, you know, this sucks. We're going to miss you. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know what? It is bittersweet. But tonight's going to be a happy. You know, we got, we, we talked about the situation at the very beginning. And the rest of it has just been good memories. And that's what tonight's all about is how this truly, this we've done it for over, you know, give or take. Yeah, yeah. July first is always our anniversary date of the first upload, video wise. Because I think it took like maybe like a couple months before, you know, for that to happen for you to actually upload um, that shitty fucking Google podcast. Like I watched uh, when you uploaded, you know, our Michael Myers, you know, road trip discussion. I'm just like, ah, Google Hangouts fucking sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. But, But like I said, you know, a you deserved me to, you know, me to show up, even though your idea was fucking cool. You know what I mean? Me talking Return of the Living Dead and you just talking. I might still do that. I think you should. But you, you're, you're one of my best friends, and it would be way too disrespectful to not show up and suck it up, whether how much I didn't think it would be fun or not. And I'm fucking glad I, I emailed you and then I sent you a text and I told you I copied your page. And I got, when we were texting a little bit back and forth. And I'm glad I decided to do tonight because, dude, we're going out on a high note. You know? But at the same time, we're not going we're out. Going, we're not going out anywhere. Well, you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah. Show, going out yeah, on that's a the whole note. point. Even though you lied through your fucking teeth just to see Bronco grill some hot dogs and burgers. Tonight has been a blast. I'm a man of my word. Those prequels are fucking amazing. <laughs> amazing. Well, yeah. If you if you know the tone of that, then you realize how much I'm desperate for those episodes. And while we're talking about Bronco again, he did you see his comment on the uh, Michael Myers road trip video? He's, yeah, he says he wants to kind of do it. That he was the like little- that was the whole point of me putting the video up. I wanted to just throw the idea out to filmmakers. Bronco makes little short films and things. Seriously, anyone make that movie? The movie I. That would be, I don't care who does it, but Bronco shit's funny. And uh, Dave Maggot and those guys, please make the little Michael Myers road trip video. Yeah, I want to see someone walk into a Waffle House or something in a Michael Myers mask, not speak and try to order dinner. Yeah, but you know, it doesn't have, just still, I would keep it scary. Like, because, you know, we've seen, they, they have a thousand of these channels that are literally for kids. They're they're aiming children that they have you know have like Michael Myers break dancing, or they'll have Freddie and Jason rapping. You seen these channels? They're huge. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go that way. I'd still make it creepy because it's funnier if it's kind of unnerving. You know what I mean? Like getting real reaction to like the waitress at Waffle House if he's just pointing mm-hmm. to the All Star Slam or whatever they have there. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious, but. All things Michael Myers related. I think we've talked about him enough. Yeah. Um. Anything else you want to say? Yes. I just want to keep reiterating. I'm even more keep pumped. Going. I'm even more pumped now to going, to talk more. 
there was never I I'm I'm not usually this confident, but even when I was I had to make that video and stop it because it's just it was overwhelming doing the live streams mm-hmm. for a podcast that's not real to me. It's like uh-huh. it, this we're masquerading as a podcast. We're just two buds talking movies. I was very confident that you would react this way, but I, I was even more confident that uh, this will make things even better. And I wanted to get it done as soon. I know we had a bunch of stuff scheduled. That's why I wanted to get as this over with as soon as possible so we can move on to just talking movies without a theme song and a podcast yeah. and all that sort of thing. I think I'm very excited because I, am too. I don't know. I think a lot of people, they use YouTube or my brother uses Instagram. Dallas has an incredible Instagram account. Yes. And he's a hardcore. He was always hardcore when we were kids, but he's now he's turned into a literal freak of nature. Uh, he takes it. He, 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 I, love, I love following him on Instagram. Like a lot of you guys. Uh, Dallas takes it way too far. He's way into hard. Island of Mr. Toys, man. Go to... I don't do I don't ever do shout outs or check the chat or whatever, but if you guys like horror, my brother's Instagram, and you'll learn a little bit about me too vicariously through him because we're grew up together, we're brothers. Uh 80s horrorcade. 80s horrorcade, like horror arcade on Instagram. It's it's fantastic. He's got an insane collection. It's fucking nuts. It's really fucking... And it makes me... I'm not even like a horror nut and it makes me jealous. Like, it makes me hate him. I walked in... I don't know where he lives. You don't have to say. Dallas, you don't have to say. But I want to just fucking road trip just to see his goddamn house. Well, I'm not going to say, but he, you know, he lives in North Carolina. And I just took a trip up there. I know. I hate him so much. It's it's insane. Because, you know, I'm not the big, I, I'm not in the horror community per se, but I still know a lot about it. So right. just going through that collection, I was just going through it for days. It's like, you motherfucker, this one. It's like, God damn it. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, right. we have plans. He, he wants to do a YouTube thing and talk with me oh, movies okay. and stuff. It'll happen eventually. I got lots of stuff. I'm trying to get, um, uh, we'll talk about that some other time. Right now we're talking about okay. two bearded losers, and I was just making a point that I'm more excited than ever. Like we're literally yeah. ending the podcast right as we speak, and I've probably never been more excited. <laughs> I don't know about you. Uh, no, I'm I, I'm happy that when you when you basically said you know we're not done. No, I think we're just done with the, just done with the podcast, the audio stuff, and all that crap. We're I, still gonna get to. I think this will be a stepping stone to something even better. Maybe not called Two Bearded Losers, but something right. even better. Cause and the thing is, you know, we do have we do have a nice a nice loyal following. We've had a lot of new people who, uh, when I posted it, they they said, "Well, they loved our chemistry," and I said, "It's just me and my buddy shit talking. That's all it is." Yeah. Because now that I know, we know that the shit talking will continue in other forms, not as frequent, but it'll still happen. We're both two bearded losers. We're both freaks of nature. I mean, and you're a freak that I am fascinated with and I don't understand and it bothers me. And I'm a freak to you, but you just don't care. You're just like, whatever. Yeah. That's our chemistry. Okay, okay. Dr. Frenzy. Let's let's bring back Dr. Frenzy from what you said. What's one you I'm a freak that you want to understand. What's one thing 
about me that you really want to get me on the couch about. That's not the casting couch. I saw that. <laughs> I, someone was saying, why am I on Storm on the thumbnail? Yeah, that was Logan. He was, Logan was actually asking about uh, why did you pick the last stand? I just said because I thought it would be fun to fucking funny. Because you, it's, you know it's, it's, it's our last stand. It's your... You actually like that movie. You, we've talked about this yeah. at the beginning. I hate all the Brian Singer X-Men movies with a passion. Just thought it's funny. Like, I could put myself on Angel or Storm. Storm's funnier. She's got, she's hot. Yeah, she's got tits. Yeah. Well, why would I put myself on Angel? It doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, you were asking about Dr. Frenzy. One thing. Oh, well, at this point, it's... At, at this point, that's that's part of the charm of our relationship, friendship, is that... I can't. I can't get. I, I can't. No, you're. You're so locked into. You're keeping these secrets, that it just makes me even more mad. <laughs> Seriously, it's just gonna make it's just gonna make me try harder and harder to get to. Give an example of a secret. What do you mean? The secret of exactly. why you like bad movies. Oh, I, I just didn't know of anything in general. You just said I have a secret. Oh, no, no. You know, that that's the big one for me. Not not like like, but everybody likes bad movies. But this endless, um, off-the-chart devotion and fascination with them. I'll never, I don't understand oh. it. Well, there's a difference between, you know, I also, like, I always throw out, it's the fun factor. I have a lot of fucking fun with Jason Goes to Hell, but if I watch something bad, like shark exorcist, I want to go jump off my fucking balcony and land strictly on my head. So there's a big difference between like, it depends on what you consider bad and what you consider like. No, awful. but what's more, even more fascinating in this is not just that you like bad movies, or whatever. But Doctor Frenzy thing mm -hmm. is that you always revert back your comfort safety zone of the fun factor Eric thing. No matter what we're talking about, we could be talking about like a fucking Laney movie or a. Uh, you know, a full, ch and it doesn't matter what kind of movie we're talking about, what scale it is. You always go back. You have this instinctive thing about going back. Your safety zone, the ace up your sleeve is always this type of film, and that's beyond fascinating to me. Really? Yeah, and that's it's actually like, you know, makes you a better person to me because I don't have that. Cheers to that. Well, that. You know, that's one. That's, I think that's when we do a live stream on your channel, we got to have a Dr. Frenzy themed episode. Just you trying to analyze everything <laughs> you ever wanted to fucking ask me and try to figure out. Yeah. And I just want to like more, more so than part of the analyzing stuff will just be throwing movies at you. Like, okay, what do you think of that? Yep. And then just, just sit back and enjoy the show. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, that's why we started this podcast and for, uh, on my half. I don't know about mm -hmm. your half. Oh, I just I just wanted to just talk shit to you, you know, about movies. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is, you know. We, I, we could talk great fucking movies, horror-wise, whether you're sick of talking about them or not, like The Exorcist, or we can get a really, really fucking fun discussion out of something like Pumpkinhead 2 or Reuben and Ed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pumpkinhead 2. Jesus. Just the fact that you called, like, the director a KFC manager and stuff like that. Or we had a great conversation on Ruben and Ed, how, you know, you called, you were the one that termed Crispin Colton for me. Yeah. 
And I really thought you would like it because you talked about the Beaver trilogy that he was in. And we, we are Crispin Glover fans. And I'm like, I, there's no way Alex can't like this film. Yeah, I love Crispin Glover. It, you just take it too far, like everything else. And that's just my my opinion. Like My observation yeah. is that you, you like him too much, and it's kind of a weird, creepy thing. Well, That's why I said I, Crisp and Cultus. I like to point out the fact that Beaver Trilogy's... You hated, you, hated, you hated Ruben as a character. Yeah, it's not, I guess it's like more of a, a less of a fascination with the, the artist and more just with the art itself. Crispin Glover's a totally weird guy. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, I, I want to use this opportunity to tell people about the Beaver Trilogy, which is one of the greatest things ever made. And at the same time, the horror community is kind of the same type of people that like Back to the Future, that 80s stuff. And it's not, mm-hmm. it's not spoken of enough. Okay, I just saw Back to the Future in the theater two weeks ago for the thousandth time. Mm-hmm. The, the people don't talk about enough how crucial Crispin Glover's role in that film is. They just right. see the uh, the Rick and Morty, the Doc, and 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 it's it's not. It's really like he's the linchpin. If you don't have Crispin Glover as George McFly, you don't have a movie. And they people get caught up in this the drama of him being a weirdo in real life. And him, mm-hmm. him, the the thing that happened with him and Robert Zemeckis and all that drama oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, he's a weirdo. That's kind of interesting to me. But what's really interesting is how absolutely amazing his performance is in Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And how, you know, like, without him, you don't have a movie, in my opinion. That's true. And, like, I, you know, Rachel knows how much I love this. It's like my daughter... That she's finally starting to get into like sitting down and watching movies and getting into them. And one of my favorite moments ever of watching my daughter sit down watching a movie with us. I'm sitting on our couch, and you don't know how our our, our um, living room is, but we got the couch like right here, literally right across from it is the TV. So you know, out it doesn't matter. Rebecca is our daughter. She's on her knees, and I just see like her profile. So like she's sitting like sideways, so like her left side is facing me. Okay. And she's really getting into this movie. Again, it's one of my favorite moments with her watching movies ever. She's watching this. It's the dance. Marty's disappearing. The fucking ginger kid from Children of the Corn already pushed George McFly down, stole the rain, and then George finally gets his ball. He shoves down Courtney Gaines, gives Lorraine the kiss to save Marty, and my daughter, you see her fist clench. She just whispers, yes. That, as a movie fan, is a phenomenal moment to see. She's nine now, so maybe she was seven when it happened. But that, as a movie fan, is just a great moment to see someone that age get so invested in these characters and know what the plot is. Like, she knew that George had to fucking kiss Lorraine or Marty was gone. Yeah. And it's that, just a great moment. That's got to be one of your proudest moments as a as a father and as a yeah. as a as a dad and as a movie. That's boss. incredible. Like that, something I'll always I'll always remember with her. The one I I don't have a, a a daughter or a son or anything, but I have nephews and stuff. And I told you the one for me. I don't know if it's as good as that one, but we were watching. Do you remember the movie I was watching with my nephew, the horror movie? I think it was I think it was Jason Lives. I don't remember. We were watching his first Friday the 13th movie when he was like 6. 
Okay. And his my sister doesn't let him watch horror movies. And uh, I think it was Jason Six. I don't remember. But someone gets killed right at the beginning, and he he's not funny. He wasn't trying to be funny, and I don't know where he got this from. But as soon as Jason chopped off like the, I think he chopped off the triple decapitation. He's yeah. like, now we got a ball game. He's six. <laughs> I didn't know where that came from, but it was this. It's it's not the it's it's not as epic as yours. But he was just like, here we go. And uh, oh, yeah. my favorite memory of your nephew was we you were doing prep time for Jason Goes to Hell. You recorded this. You're watching Jason Goes to Hell. Of all things to you're watching, watch with your little nephew. I mean, I already know. Okay, this. Oh, this is nephew. a different nephew. This is a different one. Oh, okay. That was my sister's son. The one you're talking about, the one I see mo- most of the time, is my brother's son. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm talking about him. Pickle boy, we'll call him. I, I, I won't say his name here. But um, we were prepping for, for Jason Goes to Hell. I'm like, okay, this kid's seen everything, obviously, if you're watching Jason Goes to Hell. I know you, motherfucker, you made him watch the unrated cut. Yeah. We don't and watch director's did. cut. Yeah. So you're sitting in your fucking chair. He's on the couch. He's got your big screen TV. He's got his fucking bug, tub of popcorn. And he's just like, he's like this little, sweet little, the cutest kid you've ever fucking seen. And you showed me the clip of when the coroner is eating Jason's heart and he's barfing up the black fruit cocktail. And you just have your nephew on screen. You just hear him go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I had a video of that? What's that? I had a video of it because I don't have that anymore. You had it on your phone and you sent it to me through Messenger. Yeah, I used to try to, if a, if a scene was coming up in certain movies, I'd hit the record button just to see if he reacted. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, and then uh, that was one of the things I'll never forget. And then when I sent you the the Jason figure, and uh, you unboxed that, and then at the end when he wanted to try to take it from you, just had like a little fake argument with him, and he said, "Tell him not to." You told him not to touch it, stuff like that. So, oh yeah, he just got the. Uh, well, when you sent me that Jason, that's one of the greatest. That is the greatest gifts anyone's ever given me for uh, mm-hmm. for my birthday. But it was just his birthday, and my my brother got him the new neck. Neca just finally released the, um, the part seven Jason, which mm-hmm. I don't know what took them so long to do that. But they just put it out, and he got it, and he was all excited. And we're having the birthday party for him. You know, we sing mm-hmm. in cake and ice cream. He's got all his presents. All he cares about is his Jason Seven doll. It's this big, <laughs> and yeah. I I slipped out when got mine, which is this big. Yep. And uh, just brought it out, just helped, showed it to everyone, and everyone. <laughs> he got so upset. I I was just trolling <laughs> with him. I was like, "Yeah, yours is kind of nice," but I held mine up, and everyone's like, "Holy shit, look at that!" And uh, he yep. was devastated. But I promised him when he turns eighteen, I'll give it to him. So that's cool. Well, see, that's smart when he turns eighteen because he's got a long way to wait. Oh, he's got. Oh no, he's got ten years to forget. That's how I look at it. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I don't know what else to say unless you've got more things in the back of your brain. I'm looking at I'm looking at the chat. We still got people in the chat. Logan Massacre. Yeah. Oh, Bronco's talking about his girls when they first watched Star Wars. Oh, my God. Did you see the... Um, did you see the prequels in the theater? Yes. 
That was uh, I saw I saw all of them like ten times, and then the, you know the special editions too. I don't. It was like ten times each. I, it was like the biggest thing ever. But I remember the the opening night of uh, Phantom Menace. I don't know if I I never told you this story. I went to see Phantom Menace, like the opening night. Got out. Everyone's excited and bewildered. We didn't understand why we liked it, mm. and it was like it was midnight. No, it was two in the morning because it was a midnight show. Back then, midnight shows don't exist anymore because of theater shootings. They usually do them at seven now. Right. But this one was at midnight. Got out to didn't have uh, lock my keys in my truck. Right. The only person that has huh? Dallas is saying he was with you with this story. Oh well, I don't know if he remembers the second part. I don't know if Dallas was with me when what happened. Oh, he must have been, um, because I I locked my keys in the truck. And the only person who had the spare was my grandpa because he's like my dad. And I've only seen him cry two times in my life, right? Once was when Obama became president. He had a mental breakdown because a black man became president. It was one of the most disturbing, devastating things I've ever seen because uh-huh. he's never mentioned politics or race or anything like that. He was like a Mississippi transplant. He came here from New Jersey, but guess he had some deep-seated issues because he literally broke down crying when Obama became president. But the other time he cried was when I locked my key in the truck and he had to come bring it to me at 2 in the morning. And he said some fucking awful shit to my face that I'll never forget. I can't repeat here. But he was so ashamed of it that he was crying, like physically crying. Uh, Oh, wow. So anytime, like a long story short, whenever I think of uh, The Phantom Menace, Bronco's got these amazing memories of this kid. I have a memory of my grandpa crying and saying the most fucking <laughs> awful things you've ever heard to my face. Like, what wow. kind of fat loser piece of shit would go see a Star Wars movie at midnight, you motherfucking cock Like, it was insane. It was like, it was the, the X-rated version <laughs> of Christmas Story when the old man uh-huh. goes off on him for uh, saying yeah. fuck. That's for sure. Well, Brad said they, they, they do have midnight showings where he's at. Good. Midnight Halloween kill. Yeah, like, well, after the shooting thing got really not um not popular, but prevalent, pervasive, it wasn't just the Dark Knight Rises shooting. A lot of people, there was a lot of shootings at movie theaters. Every theater on the coast here, because we have a lot of movie theaters, like a lot of them, all of them moved to the 7 o'clock model for midnight shows, and they never went back. So, you're lucky if you still have that. I don't think we we have midnight showings. Like, we live like Rachel. How far are we from uh, the Sycamore Theater? Drive less than five minutes. Okay, their latest showings usually probably seven. Well, then we, and then uh, the, the town we're from, which is you know right next right next to it, uh, like originally we're from, or at least I am. Rachel was born in a different city than that. But they, I think they, they go up at least to maybe like 11 o'clock. Okay. See, I think it is, the, the thing is, it was an old rule, right? You can't show the movie till Friday because that's when it premieres. So they would premiere it at 12 on the dot Thursday night, right? Okay. So now all of our Thursday midnight shows, because it's a tradition that's been decades old, are at 7. And the, the movie theaters were like, okay, just let them watch it early the day before because of the shootings or whatever. Or people being uncomfortable okay dallas what dallas is saying okay i think dallas you don't remember pawpaw 
I remember vividly him going off on me by myself because I left the key. That must have been the second, third, fourth time I saw The Phantom Menace because I saw it like 10 times. I think me and you went opening night because I definitely remember he's telling me and you went opening night, but that's not the same night I locked my key in the car because opening night, it's a packed house. All the fat loser nerds are lightsaber fighting. You got the 500 pound guy with the Darth Maul lightsaber that costs $400 that you're just like, how could he afford that? Right. And everyone's dressed up as Jedis, but they're all morbidly obese. But it doesn't matter because everyone's having a great time. I've never seen a fat Jedi until, like, the J.J. Abrams one. I think there's a fat Jedi in there or something. I don't know. But we're in there, and they come out with, like, the clipboard, the manager, and, like, security. Oh, no. Before the movie starts, they start telling about the rules. They're like, blah, blah, don't do this. You can't tell people, blah, blah, blah. And the last thing he says is there's no flash photography allowed. And the second... The oh, no. second he said no flash photography, someone boop, put up their camera and the whole theater lit up with the flash and the manager's like, him now. And they threw him out. The whole theater erupted with laughter. It's one of my favorite memories. But he didn't get to see the movie for the joke. <laughs> he went out a hero because everyone's yeah. like clapping and it's the most funny thing ever to see the manager who's this like big dork loser. Yeah. With a clipboard go, he went like he flinched because he got shot in the face with a flash. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a great memory. I always felt sorry for that guy. He didn't get to see the movie. There's always stories with you and people getting thrown out of movie theater. You already said it before when we talked Alien versus Predator, but you know the one guy that was guilty by association because you had a bunch of other kids like being assholes. Oh yeah, that's Alien versus Predator. No, dude, they threw out the entire uh, boys and girls club. The, the Boys and Girls Club, it's all black teenagers. They all, P- Predator versus Alien was PG-13. They took up two or three rows. They threw, I, Dallas maybe been at that too. I can't, I've seen so many goddamn movies. Um, they threw them out because my brother's insanely racist Klansman friend went and told the manager that they were talking too much. And hey, I understand that. They were talking. Yeah, he was with me too for Predator versus Alien. But it was like it's previews and everyone's excited, but they still kept talking once it the lights went down. I kind of understand, but at the same time, that was what what episode? That's Alien versus Predator. I'll re-upload that. You'll hear the if you you want to hear the most fucked up racist story you've ever heard. Uh, check out our Alien versus Predator review. <laughs> yeah, the audio is better. You can still check up the audio. No, I'll I'll upload to the channel. I'm getting right. to it. I'm getting to it. For, for people who who want to know like these stories we're talking about. The audio is always is still there. You can go to iTunes right now and still get all the audio from episode one all the way to and this piece of trash episode, you know, is uploaded. There are the, the chats go and they're all talking about fat Jedi's now. I know. <laughs> and I love how Mike said that you know, he's asking if Porkin's grandson became a Jedi because of the, the new one and stuff like that. Like, does it even if you're you know <laughs> Dallas don't that's what is it called when you uh when you you put someone's public you put their information online what's that called dox don't dox him he just called out the crazy racist friend of my brother's oh, well. oh. Uh, i think he's dead anyway so it doesn't matter <laughs> but let, seriously though a, a jedi related question if you're okay. if you're like morbidly obese or whatever does it really matter because you have the force right right can't you just Force yourself up to to feel like you're like 200 pounds instead of 500. What's the difference, really? Get yourself out of your little motor scooter. Force yeah. yourself to fly. Holy shit! I mean, honestly, because I'm 
I'm the fattest person I know. And my big problem is like, you know, mobility. It, it like, if I try to like jog or something, it kills my knees. Right. So that's why I swim. If you got the force, that's like the equivalent of $400 air Jordans or something. Right. You just concentrate on your ankles so you don't get fucking chin splints because you're fat. Well, Mike just said, yeah, but it has to work harder to move you around for the flip. So Not that hard. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on how powerful you are, you know. Yoda had yoga. Yoda struggled to pull the X-Wing out of the swamp. Oh, he was, he was super fucking old. Then. Yeah, he was super fucking old. That's true. So. But then again, it also doesn't matter because Christopher Lee was pushing 90 when he was doing the flippy shit, too. Yeah, right? but there, there's a difference between 90 and 800. <laughs> I guess. Potato, potato. Let's, yeah, um, this needs to be addressed. Someone needs to make a video about this. Uh, Jedi force powers relating to fat people and how old you are. Well, there, there you go, Brad. When you're, you know, when you're done making your Michael Myers road trip movie, mega fat people can still use the force video. Oh God! Wow, this has been a fun night. This has been fun. You're you're more pumped up now for our final fucking episode than you have ever been pumped up in a long time. Because it's not really our final episode. You know, I, what I, you know what I mean, though. You know what I mean when I said that. I'm more pumped because I've never been more right in my whole life about anything. We got we got some nice people in here. That like listening to fat losers talk about shitty movies. <laughs> I love I love doing it. I love listening to your insane theories. I'm assuming you like the same here. Mm-hmm. We're not going anywhere. I just don't want to do call it a podcast. Right. You know what I mean? So I've never been more excited in my life. I did find it funny when I was reading the emails. I'm like, okay, you don't want to do the live stream. Because it's a lot of fucking work. And like I said, I'm the guy that talks to the phone, and I don't understand. No, no. The live streams aren't a lot of work. The Everything related to them. Okay. You know, because, like, like, the editing, and then the, I mean, no, literally, like, everything is an insane amount of work. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, you just don't, you've said it in your opening. You have no idea what goes into it. And No, I don't. And just imagine, the only thing you know on my end is, like, when things go wrong. Right. That just as much, there's just as much shit that happens when things are going right, dude. You don't understand. You know what I mean? And plus, I have like, I have some kind of mentality since the beginning. Like, okay, if we're going to do a podcast, then I want to. You want it to be perfect. Not just perfect, but like, put way too much effort into stupid shit. Right. Like, fun- right, well, I, I've, been on, I've been on your butt about that, too, though. But the thing is, you know, like, it was like, I was like, okay, so there's a, definitely a lot of stuff being put into doing the podcast and the editing and all that bullshit but you're still uploading new edits and re-edits of like the old stuff so that's that's one thing i just didn't understand the difference is the difference is editing the stuff for the final placement on this channel i can do that now at my own uh my own pace and there's light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. because there's only a finite amount of shit that i have to upload with right. the podcast attachments, it's like it's never ending. You were talking about like we had stuff. We all we had the scheduled stuff was never going to end. It wasn't just for Halloween. You got True. more stuff after that. Then it's just right. a, no light at the end of the tunnel means bye bye. I need some light no, at the end I of the tunnel, it. and 
you know, I've tried to explain as best as possible. You get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying now? 100%. Just when, you know, I I, I was like, towards the end of, I I just started this channel to separate. I was like, maybe we need to put, you know, I've been saying it since the beginning. We needed a separate channel. But a lot of it had to do with your OCD stuff. And there's only so far I that I could take my ideas for right. platforming a separate podcast. And and then, you know, a few months ago, I just kind of put my foot down. I was like, look, we need another channel. Yeah. This is too confusing. So I started, I bombarded it with lots of content mm-hmm. to get us off the ground. But yeah. then, right. then it just clicked. It's like, yeah, people much. like us, they don't want, this podcast is not real. Let's see this. Uh, Brad's taking off Bronco Juggalo. Uh, thanks for for showing up in our final night. I love the fact how we were. I love how he's going to leave now to go watch Fanboys. It's about a bunch of fat guys trying to be Jedi's. <laughs> so I love how that's all come full circle. So have a good night, Brad. Uh, thanks for showing up. We appreciate it. Yeah, um, awesome. I just fucking love how he's gonna go watch fucking Fanboys now. We're just done talking about fat Jedi's. That's a fucking fun movie too. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, I, I see what Knight puts into his fucking edit. You know, just in his opening clips alone of his shows. And then when he does, like, his... his I sent you the Richard Donner trip, which was fucking great. Oh, yeah. He and he did. He just did... Because um, they were just talking about uh, the Rambo franchise. He did, like, a Best of Rambo. I saw that. The opening of, of, that was he, he, fucking amazing. But then I realized, and then again, we're not going to say what his special project is, but, you know, when I had that phone call with him, that's why I said, you know, Knight's a true friend of mine. If he's willing to ask me, hey, can I call you for advice on something? I'm like, okay, this guy, see something in me. You know what I mean? And a real true friendship evolved. I said, you know what? It's going to take a lot of time to do what he wants to do. Wait, he's in the chat. Knight's he's still here. I, I I brought this up earlier when I didn't I didn't know if he was still here. Uh, Knight, quickly, I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead. Do I still? I totally got swamped this week on other bullshit. I totally forgot to do that thing that you requested. Can I do that as soon as I done with this podcast and send it to you later? You don't have to. Yes or no. If it's too late, it's okay. But uh, I should just text you on the phone. But see that. I'm sorry, I apologize. But if I still have time, it, it won't take me long to record a 30-second thing, so just let me know. Yeah. But, um, like I said, with that, I told him, I said, this is a huge project to undertake. And um, the, the, the what he's going to have to do, editing-wise, is going to be very overwhelming. So I, I understand your point of view when you came to that because of that phone call with him and I'm like it's me thinking about that phone call I had with him like I, I said it's going to be consuming don't let it get to you and then when you were emailing me I'm like I get it now you know what I mean I well, 100% get it like on your end because of the conversation I had with him and he just said uh, there is still time excellent okay I'm I'm now that I'm set up as soon as we're done here uh, later I'll record it and send it so I'm ex- I'm so excited about that project he's working on because that's that's a genius kind of just like I was saying about cooking with Bronco, it's kind of a niche thing of this type of idea that used to be really prevalent that's dead now, 
that people are they don't even know how excited they are the yearning for that type of content if you know what i mean right uh what he's doing is the same as like cooking <laughs> you know what i'm sorry it's, i'm very yeah so it's very exciting but um I can't wait to see the final product because this has been a long time in the making. And the fucker knows how to edit shit. He's very talented, and I'm very excited to see the final product, especially since I know what's coming, and I've known for a long, long time. Yes, and I hate uh, you were talking about the bird and all it. You know, I I hate making excuses. No, no and it's fun. I really do. It's uh, I wish that. We could still, but half of me wishes that we could still do the loser podcast thing, but the other half of me doesn't. Not because it's overwhelming, but I just have so much other things on my exactly. table. And without, I don't know how to say it without sounding like an asshole. You know what I mean? Just say it. No, I did. I'm just saying, without going into great detail, it's well, like. Okay. All right. Bye. Um, I, I think can hear our, I can hear our producer yawning in the background. <laughs> Rachel, before you pass out, you want to you don't have to be on camera, but if you want to get closer where we can hear, is there anything you want to say about being part of the podcast and contributing and everything? Because you've been dealing with this for two years. You might have to come over here because, like I said, you're right on the other side of the wall, and it's hard for anyone to hear you. You don't have to be on camera. Because that, that, that's Rachel's thing. She does get on camera. But even, at least when you're not behind the wall. Because you, this has been you know two years of you know your life too. Like even either being in the background or you've been on like a handful of episodes too. She's she, she's super fucking tired. You know she, I made her get off the couch for 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 an episode. Sorry. Go ahead. Floor is. So I'm also gonna miss your. You go ahead and talk. I'm gonna get another beer. Okay. I'm also gonna miss your show. You hate you're gonna miss us bickering? I am gonna miss the bickering. Yeah, she shows people giggles. She was gonna miss talking to the girls about how glorious their hair. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss it too. But you know, just to be totally honest, maybe I got like beer goggles on or something. But we did we bicker that much, really? Mainly just like the one of you. she she really enjoyed our nightmare Elm fight. Oh right, because that was the first time we got to see angry Alex. I think she, also, like, she always would giggle like when I would make a point, and he would just flat out because. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never held back. You just call me fucking insane. It's it's stuff like that. So that's what you mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, don't worry. You know, I this is all coming. I, I've been giving my side of it about excitement for the potential in the future. But, you know, you still processing stuff. I have no idea what you're going to want to do. Hopefully, we can just do some hangouts and talk about movies. Sure. Would you, well, do you want to know what I had planned for November with Rachel's involvement? Yes. There's groupies. We have groupies. Ooh, most of our groupies are guys. 
no offense tonight, but no, not gonna happen. Oh, we I always called him Miss. I, I called him Misfit for Island Misfit Plus. Yeah, but um, that's true. But but then again, we're still gonna do live stream, just not podcast wise. But my plan is, and you said you want to involve Rachel. It's like, you know, we were gonna do all the Halloween stuff, get that out of the way. I'm still gonna watch. I'll say it now. Bronco left. He's like, you know, the biggest wild eye person in the world. We were going to do our first wild eye movie. I'm still gonna fucking watch Baby Frankenstein. Me too. I don't give a shit. I'm still gonna watch that. I'll probably review that. But our plan was after that. I, I would say November about family. So I'm going to bring in Rachel to discuss at least her, because my deal with Rachel was if she requests a movie, just talk about it. So my choices were we were going to make her do the three requests. And then I, I told you the, the last one was going to be one that you requested her to watch and be with us. So we were going to do at least my choices because you'd have to do your, your, your other choice to, to be with it. Like we were going to discuss commando. <laughs> we were going to, Forgot about we that. Going, that. We were going to discuss the Goonies. Obvious. We were, going, we were going to discuss Hook. Okay. And we are still doing this in a live stream. This movie will be talked about. You were basically forcing her, twisted her arm, you know, yelled at her, called her mean names. You were forcing her because I have never seen it. You have loved it. And she remembers seeing it once as a kid, and she fucking hated it. We're still going to talk, the three of us, about Willow. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, that that was a long... That seems like a long time ago. I can't yeah. believe that we, we never did that one. No, but that is... You've never seen it? I've never seen it. And she hates it. She saw it as a kid, and she fucking hated it. And then you said you loved it. So. Well, my first question... Why, we'll bring it up... That's why you said that she has to be in that that episode because you want to know if she still fucking hates it, and you wanted me to compare it to, you know, be like the middleman, I guess. Well, my first question would be, and we'll bring it up when we do a live stream talking about Willow. Is that Rachel? Can you hear me? Yeah. Did you have some kind of trauma, um, or something that happened to you that made you afraid of or hate midgets when you were a child? <laughs> Was there any kind of uncomfortableness with short people? And by short, I mean dwarves. Can you hear her? A little bit, yeah. You speak, you're going to have to speak up a little bit. Like, do you skip the munchkin scene in Wizard of Oz when you're a kid because it made you too uncomfortable? You're going to have to come over. I will say that I did love it when... when... It's usually... The ones that look like monsters, like what does that mean? Like leprechaun. Oh, okay. Like, you know, like ET. Or like, <laughs> she does fucking hate ET. She just says he's gross. Okay. 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 Well, these these are all normal. I like how you were going to say normal average person, but we're talking about fucking Warwick Davis. The one that looks like the freak. Okay. Well, for the most part, all the little people in this are pretty good looking, normal looking. Some would say sexy, a couple of them. Ooh. Well, you what? Got that, well, in it before you got fat. 
Just give me a taste. A taste of why uh, you didn't like Willow. Give me a, Just give me a little taste, because I don't want to get in the whole thing. Just give me a taste of why you didn't like Willow. I Honestly, I was really little, and I remember I felt like a lot of, like, things in it. Oh. So, Willow was like her return to Oz. Ah, yeah, there is a lot of creepy shit, Willow. Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, okay. I think it just kind of creeped me out. But I was, I was little. Thirty years. But you can be honest; it it wasn't the midgets that creeped you out. No, there was just a lot of a lot of scariness. Yeah, there's a dragon in it and a guy with a skull mask. Oh, the cave trolls are like really disturbing. And there's like there's like these demon dog things. You did you you never seen them before? They're like they're like lion dogs that will literally like rip you apart, limb from limb. All I remember is I know you know Willow, Warwick Davis. I know the dwarf that is in Troll, who plays the troll and the professor. Uh huh. Phil Cardo, however you say his name, he's in it. Tony Cox is one of the the Willow dwarves or whatever. Yeah. Kilmer's in a cage. I don't know. There's a witch. Foul Kilmer. No, dude. No. That's so disrespectful. It's Mad Mardigan. You were talking about this is like epic Val Kilmer. Okay. He's this is like if you like Cutthroat Island, this is hardcore Robin Hood, Three Musketeers, swashbuckling, uh, fucking epic characters. Mad Mardigan, okay. total sleaze ball, like trying to. But I, I absolutely love it to death. But she's talking about the creepy stuff. There's there are some incredibly creepy things in this movie. Okay. Disturbing. It's that's my favorite right. type of children's film. You know that. Okay. Yeah. It and challenges I, 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 you. There was, a, there was a dragon, like a two headed dragon. And I knew that uh, there were like little fairies that were called brownies. That's all I know. Oh, they're the best. I'm also not a huge fan of Willy Wonka and Puppet Master. Oh, God. No. No. Yeah, she hates Willy Wonka. Oh. I like like, the first. What? Like the first. I will will quote. I will quote Rachel. She likes. I like it. Until they get to the factory. No, I like it up until that's that's it. That's it for me. No. That's where you know, that's why I'm I'm gonna that's why I'm gonna die alone. But if we went we went on a date that's why I'm gonna die alone, that's what I'm saying. But if we went on a date and someone said that that's it. Check, please. Yeah. Yeah. But you would have said that you would have called for the check way before that for some crazy shit I said. Okay, well, maybe, uh, you know, maybe I, I don't ever do this, but like ever. Mm-hmm. But maybe I should try to change your mind or <laughs> about Willy Wonka. Maybe we could watch it, talk about it. We can do that, hey, for your channel. If you want to do a, a Willy Wonka discussion, because I think it's—I mean, it's easily one of the greatest watch. movies I've ever seen. What? Well, that's why well, you love Alex enough. You'll watch the movie. Dallas is quoting Hook. <laughs> the children. The baby, is, the, the baby is sixteen, and Willow is cinema gold. No, back, back before that. The children—they were screaming. Oh, I, I hate that. Like, bitch. slap that bitch. Where are the fucking kids? I hate, I hate that bitch. Of 
course you like Toodles because he's the dumbass. I hate her and I hate fucking Toodles. And I don't want to spoil it, you know, if we ever get together for a hook. I hate all the fucking lost boys except for Rufio. God damn it. Yeah, let's try to Bob redeem Hoskins, a group Bob effort. Bob Hoskins and Dennis Hoffman. Or Dustin Hoffman. I'm, I'm drunk right now. As, as, as Hook and Smee are the best homosexual relationship ever on film. Incredible. I mean, their, their performances are great. Well, they're so they're such hardcore actors, like, in real life. Mm-hmm. I bet they probably did have sex off set to get really get into the, the character. <laughs> now, imagine who that. Well, who was wearing the hook wig? No, they were in character. So, and, you know, <laughs> and uh, he's uh, Hook's definitely the top. So, <laughs> if there was ever a bear bottom, a bear or a bottom, it's fucking it Shmi. Oh, yeah. I don't think anyone's ever said that before. So just imagine that, and you'll never be able to forget it now. I want to see that movie. I guarantee you that there's, there's probably a porn parody of Hook right now. So there's a porn parody of everything. Will Logan Masker's never seen Willow, and what? Oh, I haven't either. Though. So yeah, that we got to definitely do yeah, that. Mike, right there, Mike says Mike Mike from Graveyard Shift. It's not gay. It's method acting. Sure. Oh, of course. I mean, that's just acting, really. Methods just even gayer. So, and he also said, Mike said, can we redeem Willy Wonka for Rachel? I think that's a good idea. This is, see, now I'm excited. We have a group effort. Not just me. It shouldn't, the burden shouldn't be totally on me. No, I'll we, do my best. We can watch it. You, everyone contribute. Mm-hmm. <sighs> did we talk about, what else do we got to talk about? I don't know. Anyone, do we need any more shout outs? Let's see. Let's just say who we've shouted out, Mike, Mel, Taylor, King Need Gore, Nightwatch, Jennifer Tochi, producer Rachel gets her shout out. Cheese, the cheese guy was upset earlier. Oh, that's just cheese. Or, um, Will Logan Masker, he's a loyal fan. Christopher Gupton, he's a loyal fan. Um, he was here earlier, movie Massacre. He's the dude, as, and I quote, Frenzy, the crazy fucker in the mask. Not horror gamer, but the crazy fucker in the Oh, mask. yeah, movie Massacre was here. Yeah, he was here. He is. He would be a super fan with Jennifer because he's always promoting our stuff. He would always tell me when he's listening and like just sending me audio clips of him at work listening to the show. Um, really, really great guy. Um, he was the reason why we talked Rocky Balboa, and that was a fantastic episode, I think. So we have to oh give yeah, him, uh, his props as well because you now. Like I've always said, when we were doing requests, if you you know you share our stuff and you give us reviews on Facebook, you know your review gets uh, your request gets pulled to the top because we're all for that bullshit. And I'm looking at um, I'm looking back at the chat stuff I missed. Real Logan Massacre was saying something about he was talking about how he was too young to see the original Star Wars. He saw with his dad, he saw the 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 J.J. Abrams ones and Solo, and he said it was epic. Like I can't imagine that because. Um, I don't know my brother will back me up on this. I've talked about it like in character and other channels, but Star Wars mm-hmm. to my older brother and to my like grandpa and dad, my uncle, especially my cool ass uncle, he just that's where they all kind of drew the line. And and don't be offended by this, but these people, these older people, even older than us, they're from a generation where we're talking about people that don't read books, you know, limited intelligence. 
would say that's where they draw the line with Star Wars because it's kind of for facts, right? Honestly, I'm just throwing that out there. So I never got to experience that bonding thing. I got it with my friends and my brothers and stuff, but the people in my family, for the most part, the older guys, Star Wars for facts. That's why I was trying to explain to you that's yeah. with, uh, with The Last Starfighter. It was like th- they, they, they could watch that because it was the low-rent version of Star Wars. There was less pressure because it's obviously less gay. I don't, well, I'm just wondering if anyone else can relate to that. Well, it's, it's also like a generation thing. You know, it also depends on the, you know, you're talking about old people. I was on a, he's not here, at least to my knowledge, Dennis from Bumwine Bob. I sent you when I was on the Dennis show. Mm-hmm. And I told this story how, uh, how we, you were talking about Trey Parker, Matt Stone, and how I went with my brother to go see um, Team America. And how they got the idea for Team America, Matt and Trey, just because they were drunk and high one night and they watched Thunderbirds on like Cartoon Network. And they're like, hey, this would be fun. And then two weeks later, they regretted it because of all the work he had put into it. But me and my brother were, we were in, um, we were in the theater and we had the whole room to ourselves. We only had that happen three times. Mm-hmm. This movie, Rat Race, and Jason X. Only times we've ever had the whole room to ourselves. And we're sitting there and in walks this old couple. I'm talking like mid-70s. I'm pointing to my brother. I'm like, look at those. They don't know what they're coming to see. And this was, like, I, I said it on the Dennis show, okay? This dude looks like Lawrence Tierney. Like, you know, from Reservoir Dogs, you know, when, when Tim Roth is saying, motherfucker, looks like the thing. Yeah. You know, this guy looks like Lawrence Tierney. So him and his wife, so you can tell he's old school. He was probably in the military. He probably only wanted to see this movie based on the title, Team America. He sits down. And by the time they get to that fucking puppet fight, he just, he, I literally said to his like, fuck this, we're out of here. Grabbed her by the hand and walked her out. Oh my God, what a fucking loser. Seriously. What I, I a loser. Him. How could you not be blown away? How about, that movie is so goddamn entertaining. I thought you were going to say he was offended by something. Like, I kind of understand like the scene where he's getting drunk in the bar and he's like, pussies get fucked by dicks. He's like, yeah. you know, the whole fucking dicks and pussies. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so hardcore and it's supposed to be ironic, you know, about patriotism and like the American response after 9/11 stuff, but at the same time I Dallas my brother was in the military. I'm saying even military people I think can get behind it and get behind Team America in an unironic way because I was like fuck when the theme song is like America, fuck yeah. Like I'm really like yeah, fuck yeah. Well, I think it's because, like I said, it's a generation thing. Because he's this old motherfucker. Oh, I mean, see, but it seems like he's right. just... He, so it's not the content. It's just the way it's um, conveyed. He's offended. But there was another uh, another story I told on, on the Dennis show was my old boss, his his grandpa, saying you know, John Wayne and Clint Eastwood are his heroes, that type of American. Yeah. Okay? He goes into Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> the he thinks it's a cowboy movie. Oh, God. He's in there. I've never seen Brokeback Mountain. I'm not against it because I've heard it's actually really good. I don't give a shit about the gay cowboys eating pudding. It's Ang Lee. Um, it's absolutely yeah. fantastic. So apparently, and Randy Quaid's in it. Randy Quaid. And uh, he told me his grandpa, because grandma would always tell the story because grandpa doesn't want to talk about this experience. So apparently they're sitting there watching. And when 
I don't know how graphic the sex scene is. I doubt it's very graphic. I think it's just two dudes making out, right? Okay, whoop de fucking do. We've seen that all the time. So I guess when, when, when the two cowboys are about ready to make out, he literally throws his hands up in the air like this. He's sitting in the chair. He literally goes like this. He says, hell's bells, we're out of here. He grabs grandma and they leave. I just, I find that funny with that, you know, that generation. I understand that. I honestly yeah. do. But my thing is, with these guys and their things that are gay, that aren't gay, they just... I'm using the word gay in a non-homosexual, you know what I'm talking about, old school. Mm -hmm. they, they really think it's for losers. Like, it is a generation of things, but all of these things that they missed, because all of these things are gay to them, right? It's just so unfortunate to me. Not just Star Wars, which is not even like sci-fi, really. It's kind of like a space opera. But like, I never, understood the, I never understood the term space opera. Yeah, it's it's different. A sci-fi movie, sci-fi is rooted in actual science. Okay. It's very simple. Star Wars has nothing to do with science. It's all magic. It's wizards in space. Okay. When you introduce the family dichotomy, I'm your father and all that bullshit, you got a space opera. Okay, gotcha. Big difference. Star Trek, they're literally, they can explain scientifically what they're talking about. Stuff like that. But I'm saying, they missed out on all that stuff. Not just Star Wars. And it's so unfortunate to me. And then you go down, it's a slippery slope. There's other things too they missed that are even more profound. But uh, as far as people being offended by stuff, I've seen, I've got a thousand stories of people showing up to see something in the theater. But I think my favorite, I got two favorites to tell you really quick. Sure. One was Bruno, Sasha Baron Cohen's Bruno, who's like the flaming homosexual reporter. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I watched it. I went and saw it. Absolutely loved it. That I, the opening scene, a guy comes in right out of church, like my age, right mid thirties, younger. Mm -hmm. He's got three beautiful daughters. One's like eight, ten, and twelve. They're all in their dresses. He's by himself. With, I mean, he doesn't have a wife with him. They sit down right in the row in front of me, and I'm like, the movie just started, and I'm like, what the fuck? Huh? People going to see the movie. Bruno, yeah. They walk in just as the movie started. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And the opening scene is uh, a midget on a bicycle with a giant fist dildo at the end of it going literally. Yeah, I, it's He's literally riding the bike and pumping the dildo into Bruno's asshole. That's I the, remember. <laughs> and the guy picked up his daughters and like ran out of the fucking theater. So I got that image burned in my mind, but the best of all time was for me, uh, you know, my older brother like disowned us, not disowned us, but just the family in general, right? Mm. And, you know, we haven't talked to him in 10 or 15 years or something. He has his own life now. It's really bizarre, but we were really close growing up and we'd always go to movies together. And I went with him. Dallas might've been there. I have no idea. We went to see Talladega Nights, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. He's totally loving... He's totally loving the whole movie, loving it, eating it up with a spoon, how ridiculous it is. We get to the final scene where Ricky Bobby's racing and uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, this is weird because he's in this one, too. Um, they're right at the end of the thing, the, uh, the finish line, and then they walk up to each other and make out, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. I have never seen him so upset in my life. And I, I knew my brother, my older brother. I knew he was a bigot. And he hates gay people and he's racist. But the fact that he almost threw up 
watching this scene, which I thought was incredibly funny. Like, I couldn't believe it because it's one of those moments where I'm like, holy shit, they really did this. And knowing that all of these rednecks in this movie are going to be completely upset. I've never seen him so upset in my life. He stormed out of the theater and was waiting for me on the bench because he was my ride. And, I mean, it's I'm not laughing, but that was one of the funniest things for me that I've just carried with me. Mm-hmm. how upset he was i i shouldn't be like entertained right. by that but it to me right. it, it's so it's laughable it's laughable like yeah. how can you be how can your core be cracked and shattered so hard by a funny movie with two guys making out it's not very funny to us but it is to me on the inside i had to share that with you mm-hmm. you got any you got any family shocking moment things Trying to think. Not, not really, because we're we we never really hung out, you know. I mean, there were there's the four of us in the one household, but no, not really when it came to outside people. Because you know, my dad, you know, God bless, you know, he was he was a quiet guy. He took us to movies, but he didn't really talk that much. My mom was the animated one. There's there's my younger brother, but no, nothing, nothing about you know some. Some guy who hated homosexuality so much that he left the theater, you know, just for a funny kiss. Well, I mean, but he was a, like I was saying, he was openly a bigot or whatever, but not as hardcore as everyone else around here, which is like, in Mississippi, they're flag-waving haters. You know what I mean? You can get up, you can get mixed up in all the politics or whatever, but haters gonna hate, and they fucking hate, they hate some gays and black people around here. So, he wasn't even one of the bad ones, really. So I just can't imagine how many rednecks saw that in the theater and were fucking pissed. Uh, I got a question. I got a question for you. A technical question. Let's turn it into a podcast. You've got everything downloaded on your computer. Hard drive, is yeah. There way, is there a way, or if you can like uh, open up a tab or something that won't affect the, the live stream, is there a way to find out how long our actual first episode was? Yeah, no. Three, I can... hours, three hours and how many minutes? I think it's three and a half. I can pull it up on my hard drive right here. Okay. No problemo. Give me a second to find it. No, Why? That's fine. Why do you want to know? Because we're over three hours right now. And I want to break the record as a way to go out. <laughs> if we can find it. So we, we can, can bookend it. it. Yeah. I think I just thought of that. Because we're at a little over three hours now. And God bless every fucking person in this chat that is still here. Um, three hours listening to us just bullshit. Is three hours, amazing. 25 minutes, and 10 seconds. Okay, so we got another 21 minutes to talk, I think, to break that record. Oh, God, we can easily do that. Yeah. I just, like, I just thought that would be a fun idea. Like, even as, like... So everyone in the chat, you don't have to fucking stay another 20 minutes, but God bless you for staying for three hours. Like, I I, I don't know who's been here the longest. Maybe, you know, Dallas is still here. Fuck me. Um, Mike is still here. He's been here since the beginning. Um, but it's, we've come a long way from that three and a half hour shitty Google Hangout. You got to admit that. Yes, we have. You got to admit that. We've come a long way. It took us a couple, like, I think less than five to find our groove, to be honest. I'm just, you know, and realize that all we can do is just bullshit. There is no format. 
we oh Mike just oh Jennifer's here. She's gonna stay till the end. Okay, guys, if you can wait twenty more minutes, we'll give you that. It's hot. Oh, it's Nightwatch. Night, Nightwatch is still here. It's too hot. I gotta take it off. Good, because they want to see your sexy hair anyway. Oh no, I'm putting on it. This one's not as hot, believe it or not, because <laughs> this has like a really nice lining. Mm-hmm. There we go. No, no hat. No, no sexy hair. Um. um but- no, no, this will be easy. We and uh, like, like I said, I'm more excited than ever. You know. Yeah. I think going into it. This idea of doing a podcast and I just Corey Nikini Gore says, "How about never end the show? So just keep this up, <laughs> dude. If we look seriously for real, you can quit your job. We can both get hot tubs or like inflatable swimming pool things to put in your room, and we can put on bikinis and do streaming. We can stream every day and make and they will pay us to do that. Seriously." Oh. To see our hot bikini bods talking because there's a lot of hot bitches on Twitch and YouTube doing jacuzzi TikTok. streams, TikTok. None of them are talking about horror movies, not like us. So that's our advantage, not our. our bo- well, here's the thing, though. You know, one of you know, movie massacre is not here. At least, at least he's not commenting on that. One of the things he said was his his favorite. Frenzy moments ever. I don't remember the fucking episode because it had no context to the movie we were talking about. Your epic rant on mukbang and how much you hate mukbang. If 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 mukbangs have a fucking place on YouTube, two fat slobs like you and me in inner tube talking in speedos talking horror movies. Oh my god, we would break the internet, dude. Seriously, yeah, he's saying OnlyFans, Twitch, do it on Twitch. That's where the gamers hang out. We'll have this thing where all the hot chicks do this thing where, like, if you sub to the channel, they write your name on their body. We could do that. Easy. Seriously. Just pick. With me, you need, like, a paint roller or something. No, you just write it with a Sharpie. I'll I'll have King King Me Gore on one one of my (laughs) names. Oh, no. I love you. Mike, you can get the backside. No, you got to pay more for tits. That's, like, a real thing. Tits and ass and stuff, you gotta literally have to donate to their stream or something, like ten dollars. It's amazing. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not I'm not shitting on anyone. That's how you make right. money. But I'm just saying I'm reaching out to you. Potentially you don't have to work whatever job that you have. We could just stream in our bikinis. So just think about it. You know what? Maybe that Yeah, it rates us a now kiss. But see, that's how you know. Maybe that's how I'll keep two good losers alive. I'll I'll sit down into my into my bikini. I'll be in an inner tube, but I'll get like a a blow up doll with like kind of like what Deadpool did when he pulled his mask off, and it was like Hugh Jackman's face on it. Mm-hmm. I'll just staple a picture of you from like our first episode to that to that blow up doll, and then me and you will have a conversation. Well, the one thing I did learn, maybe too late, was you know I've believe it or not. I've said it a thousand times, but I'm trying to be more positive, you know? Mm-hmm. Not like we've, I've been over this, like I said, a thousand times. Not about movies in general, because I'm always open-minded about everything. Mm-hmm. More positive about bad movies, you know? And I'm not saying that's all we watch on here, but trying to be more open-minded about bad films. And just a little right. more positive about it in general discussion thing. That's what I've learned. But at the same time, a, a bigger takeaway from all this, people really like when we fight <laughs> and bicker. Yeah. And uh, probably should have done. 
I don't know if it was Jennifer or maybe Christopher Gupton or somebody said that we do bicker a lot, apparently. Well, I'm just saying we, we've blown up only a couple times, like The Shining and... Um, Shining and Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street was a big deal. And that was that was epic Frenchies pissed off. People really enjoy that. that. So maybe we should yeah. do more of that. You know, every once in a while, just schedule a fight. You know, everyone else does it. I think what, I, what I liked about that is you could tell that um, your rant, air quotes, how, I hate the term rant now because it's everywhere on fucking YouTube, was natural. You seriously hated that fucking movie. This wasn't some type of video that you can tell where the person's trying to force the negativity out. And that is what made that video fun to do. As negative as, as, as Frenzy was, you know, Mr. Positivity, as much as you shit on that movie and then wipe your ass with it twice and shit on it again, you were natural in it. That's what I love. That's what made it fun. Because like, like we've stated before with this show, it's still funny calling this a show. But with this show, we don't... I mean, I already knew you fucking hated it. But we don't discuss... We never discuss what we would say beforehand. We would maybe say bullet points. Like, but we wouldn't say if this is a positive bullet point, a negative bullet point, or what have you. Yeah. And that was... That was a... <laughs> I rewatched it. I'm like, God damn, you hate that fucking movie. There's lots of times when you shut me up, and you're just like, got anything else to say? Anything else? You know what? What? What's good about this movie? All right, you fucking said the ending was good. You know the ending shot, <laughs> but that was so I, much fun to see you in a different light. And I knew you were fucking serious. Well, just to reinforce what you're saying, I have to. I I can't even rewatch it, the argument, the discussion, because I don't want to think about it. You know what I'm saying? So I have to take your word for it. I'm not ever rewatching that discussion. Well, hold on. Go. <laughs> There it is. No, you shouldn't have warned the ice me. Maker, the ice maker return. Yeah. See, but she does do producer work here. Dallas, like my brother's in here. He's still here. Um, I I haven't even talked to him about this this whole situation. I haven't told anyone because it's I, I not a secret or whatever. But I got my reasons, and there's no turning back now. But uh, you know, if you can, if you can hear us, I still want to do talks and things. But I think it's, I honestly think it's just going to be so much better not having this the the podcast stigma. We got you got an awesome channel that you need to make more videos for. I know that you're busy, but you need to. And I haven't made any, and I really, I want to use this as an. I really want to use this as an excuse to put some. I have a notebook. Of I of video ideas, just things I want to talk about that aren't horror movie related. So well, I'll tell you what you said. You want me? I've been so busy. I have a plan right now. With um, Rachel's going to do some of the videos with me, but um, everyone on YouTube is doing like the thirty-one days of Halloween, thirty-one movies in thirty-one days. No fucking way I can do that. I cannot do that. I don't have the strength, the energy, the patience, time, but. My buddy Robin, who uh, he is a writer for, I don't know if you've ever heard of Starlog magazine. Mm. Kind of no. like a sci-fi magazine. Um, he does every year, he writes for his website. He calls it October or something like that, 13 days of Halloween. So what I'm going to do, and we're going to do a lot of the videos in advance, obviously, excuse me, is I'm going to do 13 
horror movies or Halloween related movies. Like there'll be some, you know, hot, you know, horror comedies and they're like Shaun of the Dead. We might talk, you know, Rachel might talk, um, Garfield's Halloween adventure and it's something like that. Um, but from 13 days, so from the 19th to the 31st, there will be a video uploaded on my channel every single day, whether it's horror movie related or comedy related, Halloween related. And then that way I can get back into the group of things. Excellent. You're doing that this oh. year? Yes. So we've got a couple ideas. Like I already throw it out. Me and Rachel are going to do the first, or the two Hills Have Eyes remake. She's going to sit in with that. She's going to do Shaun of the Dead with me. Um, we're going to talk Cure of Echoes. Um, I'm going to do Evil Dead 1, 2, and the remake, and then whatever else I can fucking pull out of my ass. So How's the... But it'll be a new one episode a day from the nineteenth to the thirty first. Oh, I'm gonna Which be. Oh, we're gonna be there for that. Give me a sneak peek about Hills of Ice two remake. I never saw that one. I didn't even know there was a part um, two remake. I like the first one. I mean, I've seen the first one one time. I love the first one, the remake. Yeah, I love the first um, one. Rachel, Rachel really enjoys it. Um, the second one she has not seen. Um, it's good. But it's a severe downgrade because a I'm an Alexandra Aja fan. He's yeah. not directing this one. Oh. And I, you know me, I always love when they bring in the military for these type of horror movies. They do bring in the military, but the characters are not as as likable as that family unit. So. Okay. Still good, but I th I think you would enjoy it as a follow up. Not as great, but it's kind of hard to follow up that. You know what I mean. Yeah, I honestly, Dallas says it's, he's saying it's pretty bad. I never even heard of it. I didn't even know there was one. Mm -hmm. It came out within maybe less than three years of the of the, the, re, the remake. I didn't hate it. I, I I do enjoy it, but it's 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 like what I would call the Predator syndrome. As much as you and I both think Predator Two is a great movie, yeah, it's hard to fucking follow Predator. Exactly. You know what That's mean? what he's saying. Dallas says the remake number one is top ten. It's hard to follow something up like that. I can imagine. And was that part two even in a theater, or is that straight to yeah. div? See, I don't remember. I don't remember that coming out. That that but that happens. Shit slips under my radar. Believe it or not, I have no memory of that whatsoever. Because I would have, yeah. I would have definitely went to it if it was if it did play a theater. Okay. Well, I like to. Uh, I, do, I do. I do like it, but it's definitely nowhere near as good as the the remake. Hmm. But then again, you know me, I love anything Alexandra Aja does. High Tension, the remake of Hills Have Eyes. You still haven't seen Crawl? I have not seen Crawl yet. Come on, get on it. Um, even Mirrors with, with uh, Kiefer Sutherland, I thought was really good. Yeah. You know, That's one of my le less favorite, but... Right, but he's also involved, he's not director, but he's involved with the... Um, if Nightwatch is still here, um, they talk, like, they have a... Uh, slasher movie club every monday that him and coriander talk slasher movie and within the last month they talked the original maniac which i've only seen clips of i've never seen it from beginning to end oh my god but but alexandra aja he's he's the producer and i think he's the writer of the remake with elijah wood as yeah. the maniac fucking awesome okay I see that's that that's one of those things that uh that's crazy to me i can't oh well you, but you haven't seen the original? Not from beginning to end. I've just seen clips. I like, you know, Knight showed some clips. Dude. I've seen, you know, clips of like the, the, 
goriest movies of all time. Maniac. I know about the Tom Savini, you know, shotgun head kill. I know about the ending. Crazy you know, awesome. It does look like a dirty film. Like you want to take a shower afterwards, but I've never seen it from beginning to end. Well, you're not so, the first. Kind of like the Blues, kind of like the Blues Brothers. I've never seen the Blues Brothers from beginning to end. But if you add up all the times that I've like shown up while it's on TV, I've probably seen the whole movie. It just we, me and my brother just went and saw that they, they played a few months ago. It was fantastic. Um, that's just weird. I, I mean, it's weird that you never saw the first one, but not really. You can't see everything. It's just weird to me. But Dallas, maybe you can tap, uh, um, comment on this. I've seen a lot of people, just friends, acquaintances, and weirdos on YouTube, saying they like the remake of Maniac more than the original. That's why. That's not the main reason I haven't seen it. It's just uh. I haven't got around to the the Elijah Wood one. Is it? Highly, highly recommend it. Okay. And it's a great concept because 99% of the movie is POV from mm-hmm. Elijah Wood. Oh, and Jesus. It sounds stupid. Yeah, I remember some, that. That's it's the reason I never saw it. It's done perfectly. So well, it's really Elijah. Like Elijah had either a contraption on his shoulders, or he literally had the cameraman walk. Those are his hands, you know, swinging the knives and you know turning on water faucets and everything. He was there. Look what, like what the Igor said. The love of God, lost maniacs were concerned. Oh, you know what? Thirteen days of October, maniac will be on it, just for for Igor. You know, what? even though, even though. Need Gore love you to death, Corey. You're an asshole. You promised. You said, well, you got around it because you're, you got away with words. We were, he wants to, um, he put a post on his community page. What franchise should I do after Halloween? And I did Child's Play. Child's Play obviously will not win. I said, hey, you know, I just want to hear you talk C to Chucky. He says, when's your birthday? I said, it's October 21st. And he said, he, you know, I got you, bro. And then, you know, October 21st is coming up. He's loved Corey to death. He's got so many good things planned. And I reminded him on Instagram, don't forget to see the Chuck. He promised me for my birthday. And then he, of course, you know, next year. Great. <laughs> oh, well, everyone does <laughs> that, you, though. But you know what? For you, babe, I will do. I will watch Maniac for my 13 days of Shocktober or whatever I decide to call it. Okay. Yeah, I'm writing stuff down. Um, because... I'm kind of out of this. I don't do the bad movies on purpose anymore. Mm-hmm. That used to be my thing just to, you know, at Halloween time, because I'm just so tired of watching the same old sequels and things. I was, I would line up what people say are the worst horror movies ever made. I remember that. And watch them, you know, but I'm I'm not really doing that anymore. I kind of switched back to just watching, looking for uh great horror movies I've never seen, but I'm mm-hmm. still, I'm going to throw in some, one uh not necessarily bad but like the maniac remake i'm gonna throw that in there you know because there's i think um, you would really like it yeah something mix it up a little bit if you don't like it i think you would at least appreciate what they tried yeah the way you look at film well and that's true like i just watched evil dead probably for the first time in like maybe 15 years so i'm gonna talk about that when i you know decide to actually (laughs) record this shit but god that movie still holds up course if I'm, not, if, I'm, if I'm not too drunk after we're done talking i'm gonna pop in you know finish watching evil dead 2 and i already love that one more than the original yeah the dallas was saying about it doesn't have the cringe uh the 
Maniac remake. He's saying it doesn't have the same cringe that the first one does, and I'm 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 thinking cringe and grittiness, and that's a big thing for me. So like I love uh all the Evil Dead's obviously, but I'll always. Oh no, that's not an Evil Dead movie. Like that's I'm talking. It has to come from the creator to be okay. like that that piece of shit CGI thing. I'm talking about the the trilogy, which they're not like they're not sequels. It's just they. You know, he's just making, trying to make the same movie again in a slightly different way. I'll always prefer the original because of that, the, the, the grittiness to it, the it's, it's, it still has funny elements like part two, but, uh, Oh shit. Grande's graveyard just showed up. I don't know if you even know who Grande's graveyard is. Uh -uh. I just met him last, maybe handful of months. One of the best and most entertaining live streamers I've fucking seen on YouTube. Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, you never even told me. You'll see him in a chat. I fucking love Grande with a passion. Like one of his favorite movies of all time is Sleepaway Camp too. So that's he. He's got a connection with me there. Yeah. Check out his channel. Like seriously, he and this guy can talk a mile a minute without needing to catch a breath. And he's smart. He knows a lot of stuff. Really cool down earth guy, Grande. I'm glad you showed up for uh, our final episode. Um, he was the one looking so forward to our uh, Stand By Me uh, episode. Okay. Super cool dude. I think you would really dig his channel. It's nothing really, it's nothing but live streams. And they're long fucking live streams. And this motherfucker can talk and talk and talk. And he does it all by himself. Love it. So there you go, Grande. It's on my list. There you go, Grande. I just kissed your butt for about. 10 15 seconds, but well, well deserved. Did he like the stand by me talk? I don't know if he ever commented on it or watched it, but I sent him the link. But no, definitely. Like, I think you would really dig his channel, and I, I'm glad. Thank you for showing up. You're lucky we've been talking for almost you know for over three fucking hours, Grande. So I'm glad you showed up. Well, we only have uh three minutes left. Three minutes left. Well, we're gonna make it to 12 30. To break our record. I know for a fact that it'll be three and a half hours. And then I'm going to say, I love everybody. I'm fucking drunk and tired. Again. I got I to take a piss. But um, I'm glad I did this, man. I'm glad I, I'm glad I'm like, you know what? I'll push through it. And I've had a lot of fucking fun. Really? Definitely. Me too. I think we got a lot of people here. Come, Some coming and going, but obviously some people are having a good time. Yeah, the, the the chat, this is the most, you know what, we need to fucking quit podcasting more often because this is the most active That's the thing. we've ever fucking had. Let's start the, so we'll, be back, we'll, we'll, we'll do the Fun Factor podcast, back. and I'll buy the URL, funfactorpodcast.com. We'll do a couple we'll months, then. We'll be, back, we'll be back next week with our final episode part two, right? Mm-hmm. Easy. You know, like, that's, we're joking, but that's, remember that used to be like a prevalent thing with, like, stores? Going out of sales sale. I mean, going yeah. out of business sales. And mm-hmm. some of them, they never went out of business. Right. Oh. Yeah, King Nigor. Stream isn't over until someone breaks out in a drunken cry. Ah, ain't no crying. Ain't gonna cry. Oh, happy night. And Jennifer, you promised me no tears tonight, so keep it up. I got five minutes to go. What do you want to say in five minutes, Francis? Oh, man, I've talked a lot. 
I know. This is the most. And then you're still animated. I, I could see you coming down a little bit. Right. Yeah. I didn't even didn't have an energy drink or anything. And this hasn't felt like fucking three and a half hours. Nope. It's been that good of a stream, I think. It's like when you, uh, like, said, like the I'm old glad, days. I'm glad you are keeping this up. You know, because, you know, you, you, we had this thing, like it was a big deal. Okay, immediately after the stream is down, gone forever. This one's staying up for historical purposes. Yep. The audio is <laughs> going up. And Dallas just said it. This has been amazing. Not script, no pressure to shoot and shit. You know, and we appreciate that. Even if it's just, you know, it's, it's your brother saying good things about us. You know, he kind of has to. No, he does. No, he really doesn't. <laughs> no, you know what I meant with that, though. It, it, like I said before. We don't have that type of relationship. We don't, we don't kiss each other's ass. But you know what I mean? It's good seeing these, like, positive comments. Like, it, it, we knew we were doing something that other people like. Yeah. And that was always a confirmation that, you know what? It really is just two buddies talking movies, shooting the shit, going on fucking tangents. But we knew people actually liked what we had to say. It's not, don't worry, because uh, after we're done, you know, I'm going to tag all the uh, old videos and the, the art image banner. It's going to say go to Eric's channel and check out mine too for uh, more live streams, you know? Mm -hmm. Just not calling it too big of a podcast. Oh. Coriander just showed up. Go ahead. You want to? You wanted to argue? You wanted to talk about Coriander and how she would uh, throw out the swear words and and the. Oh yeah. Oh hey. Thank I'm... you for showing up, Coriander. Yeah, Coriander. I watched the uh, the horror tier list thing, and I was I was really feeling for you in that one. I think she. I'm not gonna say she was bullied a few times, but. <laughs> and I'm not gonna try to sound like a hero, but I would have had your back. Uh, three out of four times that that happened. Oh. That was fun. I told I told Knight one of the best things about one of the that I enjoyed doing that horror gear was a lot of times we weren't on screen. Okay, it was just the tears. Yeah. So there was a time when a scream came up, and you know me, I I hate David Arquette in that movie. I hate Matthew Lillard, but everyone was putting it up for masterpiece, and you can hear me groaning in the background. And then Knight asked my opinion. I'm like, yeah, it's good. He's just like, what? <laughs> oh, I listened. To, I listened to the whole thing, so I didn't notice they're going back and forth with on the screen. But yeah, I'll, but I'll say one thing: many... I've never seen anyone's list that had that many masterpieces. Yeah, but I remember one one thing. I remember is Coriander making sure you know getting pissed that the Blair Witch Project did not end up in the shitty category. <laughs> that was one of them. There was a couple where Coriander was. I don't know if she said it, but I could see it on her face. She's just like. What the fuck, guys? Like, <laughs> I don't remember the one specifically, but I was on her side, one hundred percent. Well, not to, not to kill your, your your little connection though, but uh, you know, she wanted Cujo up the masterpiece. You wanted not Cujo. That that one. I'm not saying one hundred percent of the time. There was one situation where everyone was shitting on something. I'll go back. I'll find it. Don't worry. I'm gonna get yeah, my comment in there. I don't remember what it was, but that was a fun time. That was a lot of fun. And like I said, now the Coriander's here. You know, I already praised Knight, you know. Even though we've already said, you know, Knight has to kind of reel her in sometimes. Like, that's what I, I love how Knight's PG-13 and Coriander isn't always. Especially when we're talking about Rambo. and Rambo's shirtless for half this movie and stuff like that. You know, it, it's fun stuff. 
one of the sweetest girls I've met online, and uh, I'm happy they finally made it to their year anniversary. You know, even though do fucking channels due to a shitty situation, she really her night and and Killian night. You're still here. You can give my words to Killian, even though he fucking hates Jason when he wears the sack. When he calls him sack boy. He fucking hates Jason without the hockey mask. Three of the nice people I've met. And like I said, I was going through a rough time at the time. What happened to my dad passing away? And I was the internet fucking sucked. I took a chance. They were talking aliens. I think it was Marty from the Trash Picture Show because he got a super hard on for that or for that franchise. Shared it on Twitter. Took a chance on these three knuckleheads, you know, talking aliens. I think Marty might have been on it too. And I'm like, okay, you know what? The editing's really cool because they're talking at night putting, you know, pictures of the movie and stuff like that. And then I watched, you know, I took another chance on something. I'm like, wow, these guys can actually have conversations. Not always agree and not fucking argue and yell and scream. The really chill channel. And I'm glad I've, excuse me, I'm glad I've you know, met those three. And I'm now there at least. Because that motherfucker, I love you, Knight. Goddamn, you stream like five nights a week. <laughs> yeah. I'm there for at least like three of them. And it's just a fun time. Well, that's you what know? you, you got to do. You, I mean, he's, it's, a, it's a hustle. It's a game. And the cream rises to the top. You got to put out content. And he's, he's going to blow up. It's going to be way bigger. They're already, especially like, you know, I got five subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're going to blow up. It's going to be huge. But you yep. can't, it's not a coincidence. You have to put out content. So he is a machine. Yep. I don't know how he does it. Uh, Dallas is getting a, a little broke back on us. He says uh, when you came to visit him and he took you away for like a month, you couldn't stop talking about how much you loved me and how awesome the chemistry was on the podcast. So thank you for that. Say? <laughs> he didn't always love, here's another one. He didn't always love all the movies you liked. But he respects the hell out of you, and I appreciate you being such a good friend to him. Oh, I appreciate that. Well, thank you very much. You are the Heath Ledger to my Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. No, just... As bad as that sounds, I'll, I'll say that because I like Mysterio more than I like Joker in those in the, those two iconic roles. Oh. Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal was Mysterio in the new Spi- the last yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Loved it. You like that more than... As much as I love the Joker... I just, I got a, I got a thing for Mysterio and his fishbowl head. You know what I mean? Mm. I just, he's one of my favorite Spider-Man characters ever. Yeah, I love that. I, I really. The... And, and the fact that Jake Gyllenhaal started as Bubble Boy in a bubble, and he ends up playing Mysterio with a bubble head. Can't you can't write that stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's uh, he's the special effects guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. we have hit. You probably didn't. You probably didn't piss off anyone in the chat, but if that someone clip someone clips that and puts it online as a separate thing, you're gonna catch some shit from the nerds online. That's blasphemy what you just said. You really think I give a shit? No, I think it'd be funny. How many times have I said I think the Dark Knight is boring when Heath Ledger isn't on screen? I don't think. I don't don't think it's boring. I think it's bad movie. There's a difference. They're like a lot of really great films are boring. It's like it's it's bad. Doesn't make sense. It's fucking beyond boring. Mm-hmm. But well, 
I do want to say Christopher Gupton says we got him through a depressing, crazy time. So, you know what? Stuff like that. Excuse me. That's what I mean is when someone says something like that, it, it we did good. You know, it's just not us bullshitting. If we could actually make you have a good time, it did make it all worth it. I never thought that would happen in a million years. That really warms my heart. If anyone got anything out of this, especially like through hard times, that's insane. Yeah. Because, so you know, I, we don't like say I it, really, but I really, I really take that to heart because like I've always said, I've always said with me and you, Alex, you know, it's literally two people bullshitting for on average 90 minutes. And that's what I was looking for. If someone likes us, we're power to them. But when, you know, like what Christopher said, that I really take that to heart. You know, it's really cool that we we did something positive for someone. Even, and we, I mean, you know, Nightwatch always praising us and, and, and everyone, you know. But when Christopher says something like we helped him through a tough time, that, you know, I get that little extra um that we did something good. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what friends are for. You know, mm-hmm. we do this to get ourselves through uh, bad times, right? Mm-hmm. I did. Like I said, you know, I was in a bad place, you know, December, January, when my dad passed and I was looking forward to always doing this show and got me going. Well, you're, you're a lot closer to most of these people than way closer to these people than I am. So Mm -hmm. you probably can consider yourself friends with them, but I, I do to a certain degree, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I think we're friends. Yeah. Some of the people in the chat (laughs) and that's what friends are for. That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah, and uh, you know what? We beat the three and a half hour mark, Frenzy. I think that's the perfect way with what Christopher said to end this podcast era between you and I. You know, we know there was some good coming out of it. I don't know what the hell's happening with your background right now, but that's amazing. Keep keeping it. It it, it works. It's just like the ice machine. You're still on screen. That's all that matters. No, I can't. Uh, I can't fix it. I can't fix it. That's okay. Leave it. Um, I want to say this, Eric to Alex. This has been uh, almost two and a half years of, oh, Jesus Christ. Now you got the Aurora Borealis behind you. Getting funky up in here. Half of it. Uh, But no, seriously. I feel like the Wizard of Oz, man. I just, the fucking light went out. I can't get to it. Someone pulled away the curtain. I thought I wanted them to think it was real. We're not in the same room. We're not in the same room. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will end this on a positive note, like from what Chris said. Uh, almost two and a half years, Eric to Alex. It's been, like I said, this isn't the end. We're not done doing shit, but this podcast, live stream, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Two Beard Losers, has been something I look forward to every week. Even if we were talking shitty movies like that fucking Tommy Lee Jones, Linda Hamilton bullshit. Uh, was it Black Star Down or Black Moon Rising, whatever, you know, John Carpenter's fucking bullshit movie. Yeah. I look forward to it every week. I've always had fun, even if we were talking a fucking shitty-ass goddamn bottom-of-the-barrel scraping movie. And I'm glad we're still going to be doing stuff in the future. So this is the end of one era. Start of another one. I am glad you wanted to go down this 
little bit of a rocky road with me for two and a half years because it was a big fucking commitment. I really didn't think that we would get it to 69, dude. You know what I mean? But it's been a blast, man. I am glad our friendship has grown for these two and a half years, roughly. I want to thank everyone in the chat. I'm not going to name everybody because, you know, there's too many fucking people in the chat and I'm way too fucking drunk to say anything. But that was that was standing. I have had a lot of fun doing this with you. And I'm glad I showed up tonight. And we are definitely going out, air quote, podcast-wise, on a super fucking high note. And to that, even though Zap's thin chip sucks fucking donkey balls, I will hold up my Zap pint glass to you, my friend, and say cheers. Same to you. So with that, I will do my usual spiel. Thank you to everyone in the chat. Thank you to everyone listening. You can Google us. As dirty as that sounds, you'll find us. Got anything else to say, Frenzy? No, nothing that I've said. I've already said a thousand times, but I do appreciate you and the like I said, I probably told you a bunch of times through email and text and in person that what makes a good friend a good friend, really, is just, aside from all the gushy stuff, you yeah. know, the way you touch me, the way you caress me, and the way you whisper in my ear and all those things. It's fucking Brack Brobeck Moan again. You always have, you always say the right things. You always say the right things in the best way possible. Aside from all that. You are reliable. That's the thing that's most important to me. Like, I'm I'm not, you know, I, I do miss, I fuck up a lot. But I'm talking about over time, right? That's the most, that's one of the most important things to me. You're, you're always there, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what we have planned. And it's like, I'm talking about punctuality or whatever, but that's very important to me. Because a lot of people, I'm just going to be honest with you here. Friends, people I know, maybe they like movies more than me. They know more about movies than both of us, but they're just too, for whatever reason, chicken shit to actually have a, actually have a conversation with me, let alone live streaming. So I'm not, I, I, you know, I'm not trying to put off this thing that I'm intimidating or whatever, but it is, there is to, to a certain degree to come on here on, on any venue, phone call, live stream just chatting back and forth on Facebook, whatever. The fact that you show up, stick by your opinions, and engage is very important to me because that's like a dying thing. Like, people just don't do it anymore. And I remember this is one of the most important things to me since I was, uh, you know, in high school. You know what I mean? People won't understand this if you're younger, but we used to, like, talk on... Me and my friends used to talk on the phone. You remember that? Yeah. Like, on the phone, like, for hours about movies and stuff. And this is just, to me, a continuation of that. You're always there. You're not a flake. And uh, that's the most important thing to me in the whole world. So, you know, I got nothing prepared to say, but we're not going anywhere. Right. This podcast is just going somewhere. Going, going to just do, just going into the, you know, limbo or whatever. Check us out on your channel, hopefully. (laughs) Like, I'm inviting myself onto your channel. Right. And uh, my channel, eventually, we're going to do some live streams, talk some garbage movies, get in fights about stupid, petty shit. 
And I'm sorry it took me so long to everyone in chatters rewatching this to get engaged with other channels and especially in the the live chat. I just had it in my mind that I need to be focused on what we're talking about, which is stupid. So, but we're going well, out on a high that. note. Thanks for everyone showing up. And there's too many people to name. At the end of this, the outro, I got a little special thank you list. I couldn't include everyone. They're not all going to be on there. But right. so just preempting, preemptively apologizing for that. Yeah, that's okay. But with that, thank you for that. And uh, Jesus fucking Christ, I just got a notification that I, from Twitter. I'm using Rachel's phone for the chat that we're going to be live in 30 minutes. Fuck off, Twitter. Oh, my God. Three and a half goddamn hours. But with that, I'm Eric for Frenzy, for everyone in the chat, producer Rachel over there playing Roblox. She's not on it. Um, been a blast. Halloween 3 is still the best, motherfuckers. And we'll not see you in the next one. Cheers. still hear me over the credits thank you everybody that's not in the credits that is in the credits love you bronco but halloween 3 is the best